dude. <laughs> Fucking Nick is like, God damn it, I'm trying to like. Trying to make a point here. Me and Danny are in the corner going, (laughs) Come on, on, Nick. Come on, Danny. That's Akane in in a nutshell. (laughs) Michael Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, it's Michael Jackson pretty much. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Anime Summit Podcast. And we got another biggie for you. I talked to some people. There were some people in our Discord that were saying that they like longer episodes. So you know what? Here you go. Fuck you. Here's what we're doing. Doing the year review. I'm Sam the Bomb. With me, I have Nick. God. I was waiting... (laughs) I knew because there was some silence there that you were preparing like a soundbite, and <laughs> and Danny. Sugoi. Sugoi. So, I can't do it as well as Song can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you heard me right, though. It's the year review, the year of 2018. Over some trends that happened this year. With anime, what are some anime we liked? Our cumulative top ten, created by the power of uh, taking friendship. our average, the power, the power of love, the power, the power of friendship, friendship. Um, and Captain Planet, and spreadsheets, Captain <laughs> spreadsheets. Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. <laughs> Wait, what's that song with He Man? He Man, I don't know. How no, to no, the Hey uh I just went into Outcast for a second. That was oh, a you meant the. Oh, you meant the. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's forget- officially a He-Man song now. By the way, I forget I the, original. the original. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's He-Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, so we got here's a, our. We have a name though for our awards this year. Oh yeah, the <laughs> the third annual the, summies. The third annual summies for Anime Summit. For Anime Summit, for the anime of 2018, here we go. Let's get started. I'm not even... And we're not going to do Waifu and his Bando of the Week because they're in our awards here, Best Girl, Best Guy. And, uh... Oh, did you guys want to intermix them during the top ten while we do that? Or do we just want to go through the, the mini awards first? We can... Let's go through the mini awards first. Okay. So, uh, links to Anime Summit done at, you can find everything right there. And if you go to Amazon.com and type in Anime Summit shirts, you should buy a shirt. And please leave us a review on iTunes. There's a couple that I got to read, but I'm going to save that for next week. We'll read some Ooh. iTunes reviews there. And next week and we are reviewing Tatami Galaxy. Yeah, next week we're going to start our new uh, anime, anime, of the decade re- anime Spotlights. Anime Spotlights. Of the of the decade reviews, and I hope because, you guys like that. So yep, in uh, anime in 2020, that will be when we put out the anime of the decade episode. So we're planning like way ahead of time. <laughs> we all have a lot to catch but up we, on, but but we're we'll getting get started right now. And yep. one more thing uh, before we get into it, uh, someone asked me, "Hey, what's going on with Manga Book Club?" Uh, well, uh, Danny started school, so like. We're gonna. I'm probably gonna pick a book that's like shorter, and then we'll get that started, and then she'll be on the next, the next book after that. I'll probably so, be on once I'm finished with school. 
Right. So, um, but yeah, we will. F- I will get that figured out, and we'll start manga book club again, and that'll be fun. So uh, I'll do that soon, soonish. Uh, hopefully in the next month or two here. So anyway, anime of twenty eighteen, the third annual summies, anime summit summies, summies summies summalama ding dong, M night shamalama ding dong. Year in review. Now, Nick's got some interesting notes here, okay? We decided it'd be cool to talk about um, how our scores compared to previous years. And we were able to find that thanks to the Malgraph. If you don't remember the Malgraph, we did an episode on analyzing each other's Malgraphs with Man and Matt, which was super fun. Oh, that was great. I think. He had Charlotte as a 10 out of 10. That was yeah, that's, just, that's classic. <laughs> just putting each other's Malgraphs like in the... Or putting each other's mouths in the malgraph and then shitting on each other and I love like, when people give like interesting scores like out of the ordinary. I always find yeah. that interesting. Like and then Nick every ten. I'm not making going, fun. Like I legitimately enjoy that. <laughs> fucking Nick yelling every ten minutes. Like, you gave the show a fucking eight. Like what? The <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I um, don't get mad about the tens. I get mad about like the sixes. Like you fucking gave this a six. You gave this a six, dude. So Nick put here, how did 2018 compare to previous years? Well, um, I can tell you right now that mine, the average for 2018 is 7.45, which is only 0.02 points higher than 2017. My 2017 average was 7.43, which I think that's kind of weird because I thought I remember – I do remember liking 2017 quite a bit, to be honest with you. But I don't remember what now, shows. Now I'm I curious, what is the average Mal score just across all anime? Just of all time. No, just like the average Mal score. So like, I, I get, I think it's like somewhere in the sevens. It's got to be like seven point oh or something. You know what I mean? So like, how does our score compare to the Mal average? Oh, that's what I should know. We we should. I don't know if there's an easy way to find that out. You might have to like scrape their data. I don't even know if you can anymore, but yeah. Cause also, a lot of people, yeah. Also in 2015, I didn't, I didn't watch a lot. So that score is probably actually lower than it is. Your 2016 um, is lower. Your 2015 yeah, my, is, is higher than all of them actually. 2016 is when I started watching shit for real, for real. Cause I didn't, I was just doing it wrong. But, like, Nick's, it's funny because Nick's is, like, all, like, low. Because he's watching, like, shitty shows on top of, like, the really good shows. <laughs> well, I was like, he well, typed you might score I an eight. Like, I only give a six because I have high standards. I, 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 <laughs> he's typing it in, and I'm like, all yours are, like, 4.85. Yeah. His 2018's 5.4, which is the highest. I was surprised. I was like, that's really high. Um Basically, like, all of mine were around the same number, like, 4.9. And then this year was Um, Mm 5.4. My overall average Mel's score is, like, 5.6, 5.66. So that makes sense because if you think about it, seasonal anime, you're going to end up with lower scores because you're watching, like, 30 things or you're sampling Mm -hmm. that. But if you go back in time to the 80s, 90s, et cetera, like – you're not gonna watch if every I single show. You're just gonna watch the t- the hits, the t- the if cream of the crop. I could find a way. 
<laughs> Danny is is like from her 2015 is 8.47 and her 28 her 2018 is 6.808. So it's like ooh. Oof. Danny's actually gets lower from well, 2015 the, to 2016. I'm guessing it's like, as far as seasonal shows, you probably didn't watch as many in 2015, right? You only watched your favorites. Um, let's see. Uh, I was looking at it earlier. It should say right on the graph let's how see. many you've seen. So if you go to the favorites tab on there. Yeah. Um, it'll say. I actually I actually watched quite a, quite a few. Um, so see. like yeah, for me, if you just click on, I watched, I watched about like nineteen shows. I think that's what it is. And then like, go to this year. How many do watch? Did you watch this year? Yeah, because if you click on the dot on like the graph, it'll, it'll uh, list them all. Well, this year, like twenty eighteen, I have like a lot because a lot of them are kind of not rated because some of them were like planned to watch and stuff. But so you had nineteen so, that one year. How many this year? 72 there you go so like the higher you go the more your score will trend Mm -hmm. you know a little bit downward maybe not low like mine but you know you can't all and the the reason and the reason nick (laughs) and the reason nick nick told us to list it from 2015 on is because that's when we started becoming that's when we started being a podcast so yeah Um, and and that's when like i started listening to you guys too so yeah you started listening to us at that time yeah, at that time, I was only, like, watching, watching, um, like, the shows that I... Actually, 2015 was when I really started to get into watching stuff. Um, yeah, I know uh, for me, uh, I had more shows in 2016 and 2017. I had, like, 20 more shows than I did this year. So, actually, pro- like, all of those shows, those extra yeah. shows that I didn't watch this year would have been lower scores. So yeah. that's that's why my score got a bump up. So you're yeah, 2015. Yeah. 2015, I started like watching the stuff you guys were recommending. Oh, yeah. And your scores went down. They did. <laughs> In other they words, did. don't listen to us. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I thought that was, that was cool that Nick put that there. Yeah, no. and I think another thing is like just for me personally, I think I started to I've started to give shows slightly higher scores in recent yeah. times, <laughs> slightly, <laughs> but you know that's an improvement. I'm not giving everything a four. No, the next thing that we put on here too is uh, what trends faded or emerged. There's a lot of things that happened this year that were kind of like, ooh, shit, big oofs. Um, you know, there's there was the darling and the Franks community reaction there was a lot of ups and downs about that it was like you loved it yeah that that show was was, uh it started off like super strong and all the reddit threads and social media was like obsessed with it and they were like speculating like oh what's gonna happen next it's a mystery box studio trigger saving anime blah 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 meanwhile i always knew that it was gonna be not a good show but you know (laughs) (laughs) and then everybody got salty at the ending to that show and it's just it's hilarious I didn't. I don't know. I enjoyed it for what it was. I definitely know it's not the best thing. Yeah. No. Uh, I would still recommend people watch it. Like, if we're talking about shows to watch from this year, like that was one of the biggest ones. Um, mm-hmm. If only so you know, like what, how a show can fall apart and like what not to do in certain situations. Like, people were comparing it to other classic shows, like even Galleon and everything, and it's like. 
this show is nowhere near you know a great show and it, like here's why so like there's a there's a lot of cool discussion to be had about darling and the franks and like i would listen to all these podcasts about it and the, i had a lot of fun doing that so i don't Hell regret yeah. watching it even if i gave it a low score there was um also netflix continuing to like get on the anime game uh there was devil man crybaby um yeah that was the first thing that came out this year or in 2018 yeah we did a whole ep on it it was awesome um the you know the castlevania even though it's an american show i get it but i mean that's close enough yeah it's a japanese property and it was a pretty cool show and we talked about that on on here too and we talked about that with kai clear and sweet which was pretty sweet um was neo yokio 2017 yeah that was okay either way well that was that that was uh their one of their first big shows actually i think they started with like knights of sidonia like way back but, but then, like, they were they're getting like, the, They're moving up and up every single year. They're getting bigger and bigger. And they were getting the streaming rights to shows ahead of time. Like, they got Violet Evergarden and Hisonic yeah, Tomasaton. And, yeah, High Score Girl. Agaretsuko. Yeah, Agaretsuko. Baki. Which, Baki, dude? Baki is still not... Uh, they're finishing the dub for that. Well, And I think that's coming out in, like, March, give or take. Great it's dub, It's so by the way. good. It's so good. Yeah. So that's a, that's good. a fun show. There was a lot of great slice of life shows that came out. Um, yeah, like everything in like the spring and winter season. Gaku and babysitters. Yeah, Yuru um, Camp. Yuru Camp. A place further than the universe. Yeah, really that's good. that's a big one. Takagi San. Uh, well, a place further than the, rain. the universe was uh, 2017, wasn't it? No, that was this year. No, that was this year. Was 18, it? 2018. Oh. We're recording in 2019, but. For the sake yeah. of the podcast, we'll say this year. <laughs> That's uh, confusing. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was there was the whole Goblin Slayer thing at the beginning. There was a lot of discussion about that. Uh, Man yeah, about and Matt the, and uh, Mother's Basement did a video about that. That you know that first episode, and there was other things about it, like how the goblins were being portrayed in certain ways, and um, better CG animation. I definitely agree with that. Uh, yeah, and, that, and not just like the crazy 3D stuff, but even just like computer-drawn animation. It's it's harder to tell nowadays. How they yeah, it's how, how they digitize the animation. Yeah, um, yeah. I There's definitely still some jank too. out there, of course. But there was there was some big sequels too. There was uh, um, Attack on Titans trying to get back on the train, and the the season three just happened last last season or not last season but the the summer uh, i think summer yeah uh fucking the the anti maneuver gear guys with the fucking guns and shit dude oh kenny and like all those guys kenny ackerman yeah um overlord got sequels jojo's getting back on the hype train they came out with card capture sakura clear card which is pretty cool after being you know, after being gone a manga for, like for so 15, long. And, like, gone for, like, 15 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Banana um, Fish. Well, that's not a sequel, sorry. Banana but Fish. That was fucking, an old property that they brought up, so. Um, My Hero Academia, uh, you know, they kind of went strong this year. Yep. And um, they're not, the season four is not going to come out to the end of this year, unfortunately. But even Food Wars, you know, Food Wars finished up. Oh, yeah, Food up, Wars. Food Wars finished up San Nosara. I like the, how they're the, doing Food Wars and My Hero Academia. They're not, like... They're not forcing themselves to do it every single season. They're just putting out one season per year. 
Yeah. Instead of doing yeah. like the one piece thing where it's like, oh, every week we got an episode and like it ends up their production just it's janky half the time. So yeah. they can put more effort in or more time into it. I mean, uh, Dragon Ball Super finished this year, too. Um, yeah. They it started the in movie. 2016, I think. But wait, didn't the Broly movie come out? The Broly it came out this movie, year, technically, right? The Broly movie came out this year, yeah. Or, well, it, it came out in Japan, like, last year, probably, but... It premiered in 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 the U.S. last week. So, yeah. But, I mean, um, oh, then there was the whole thing with the, the platelets in Cells at Work. There was... Yeah, Cells at Work is, like, infiltrating normies now. Trending so, like, huge, yeah. Science <laughs> like, class, and they're like, here's, here's how you're going to learn now. <laughs> Cute anime girls. Um, another thing is, uh, uh, Lupin the third coming out with sequels. They had the La Aventura Italiana and season five. And now yeah. they're coming out with uh, this year. They're coming out with a movie and I think one more season. And w- from sh- what I've heard, the new Lupins are like some of the best out of any of the Lupins from across the whole, uh, franchise. I've heard so, Lupin the Third five or whatever it's called is really good. Yeah, and and with Lupin the Third, it's like the reason it's it, it's like you don't have to start from the beginning. It's not it's not like one big story like One Piece. You can just jump in to any of the seasons really. So yeah, I would recommend season, starting even just starting with with these new Lupins and just jump in. And then you can watch the the movies, the three movies that are um, about each character, uh, Goemon. Jigen and uh, Fujiko. Um, yeah, those are those a couple are that sick. I, w- I want to finish those. I started, uh, I think, Lupin the Third Part 5, and I didn't. I only got a few episodes in, but like I got busy. So like I'd love to like get to those at some point. Maybe dude, the, maybe they'll be on the anime of the decade list. Who knows? <laughs> dude, the, the Goemon movie is made like a fucking samurai violent exploitation B film. It's badass. Um, anyway... The Fujiko movie is pretty good. The Fujiko movie is good too. Um, God, Fujiko is so fucking hot. There was FLCL sequels too, <laughs> and this year and <laughs> that was a little aggressive. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steins Gate got a sequel with Steins Gate Zero. The FLCL sequels were horrible. Well, one of, of stuff, them, dude. one of them was like mediocre, and the other one was pretty was really bad. It was just bad. <laughs> Progressive yeah. was the one you should skip. Honestly, yeah, just don't even watch it. In my elitist opinion. You only really need to watch the original Fooly Cooly. I uh, yeah. That's just my I, opinion. You guys might disagree. That's okay, but I would say you could skip Progressive. Maybe watch Alternative, but yeah, the original is definitely watch out. Alternative. You don't really have to watch Progressive, but Progressive. Yeah, but Alternative is not going to give you any answers about Adamisk and Haruka, though. So I mean, yeah, and we we had a whole episode on that. So yeah, so you can go watch that or listen to that. But uh, yeah, movies too. Yeah, Broly movie, Liz and the Bluebird, um, Mirai, which I haven't seen yet. Which there's I like a pretty yeah. There's a fireworks movie, which apparently wasn't very good. <laughs> Damn. Um, Liz and the Bluebird, everybody really enjoyed though. So we I mean, we had an episode on that as well. Oh wait, in this corner of the world was that this year? Too? No, that was a weird one. Like that and Your Name and uh, Silent Voice. They came out in like 2016 in Japan, and they didn't come out here until like 2017. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sort of. Okay. So it's like. Yeah. But interesting year for anime, though, I would say. With all the sequels and crazy sequels Ooh, and people waiting on Attack on Titan shit. And, and the big news, Netflix is getting Neon Genesis Evangelion TV series in 2019. <laughs> but, that was announced. But they're redumbing it. 
They're redubbing it. So like, here's the thing: Netflix usually has pretty good dubs if you watch their shows. Like, they're, I haven't seen a bad Netflix dub. But like, I what I'm worried about is the uh, soundtrack and like random miscellaneous things for Evangelion. Like, if they don't get that right, like if they somehow don't get the right song, or like they're you know they have to replace a song or two or a lot of them, then like that would be a travesty. So I hope, I hope they get all the rights to all that stuff, and it's just a new dub. That would not be the end of the world, but if they don't get the music right, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> I'm gonna like tweak out. So, at the same time, it's kind of like insult to injury by doing that and then raising your prices. Oh yeah, like, I think. Well, that was not directly related to that, but yeah. No, but you know what? Go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Netflix raised their price. Re- like just this week, they announced that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hulu just announced today that they're lowering it. To but like Hulu $2 has like commercials, so it's like fuck Hulu. I, you know what? I've I've been using Hulu since Black last Thanksgiving or last, yeah Black Friday, and I don't mind the commercials like at all. Yeah, like, it depends on bad. the show. If it's like a serious show, then like they put and the commercials in the worst spot. <laughs> and if it's a movie, they tend to skip them for you, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, pretty interesting year. Pretty interesting year. The the big stories though, um, there was uh, this how Takahata passed away. He passed away. The the VA for Bulma passed away. Um, Elon Musk came out as a weeb. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Fake. That's fake. No, no, it's real. It's literally no, it's real. Not. No, he had it's multiple not. tweets where he was a weeb. I don't and they, it. They, no they, way. No. They shut down no his. Way. They shut down his no Twitter account for a while. I saw it. I saw, I saw, I saw some some pictures that it was fake. No, 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 no. Because yeah. he he commented on his Twitter. He's like, they shut down my Twitter because they thought it was hacked, but it wasn't. <laughs> oh man, I really? It. I don't believe it. I don't think he's like a super weeb. I think he's watched a, a, a small number of anime and he enjoys a couple of them. But it's like, I don't believe it. Just I don't like it. he has a tweet that's just that. like, I heart anime, two hundred thousand likes or whatever. It's just like. Fucking epic! I yeah, uh, five hundred thousand likes. All right, anyway, um, that's crazy. There's oh. a really awesome Gigic video that came out. Yeah, the Gigic does these every year, where he like does the year in review videos, and he like kind of memes it and makes it hype and fun. And so we can mm-hmm. we can even link that potentially in the show notes, or just search Gigic on YouTube. It'll be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is uh, a big one was like. Digibro, I know you guys hate him, but like Digibro made a Crunchyroll complaint video kind of exposing you know how bad their video player was and how he didn't he didn't care for the High Guardians, High Spice Guardian uh like Crunchyroll original anime and everything. Um and like that started a huge shitstorm on anime YouTube and anime Twitter and everything. So we can we can link yeah. these to like the Gigak and the Digibro videos. Cause like he brought up a lot of good points, but it's like it's Digibro at the same time. <laughs> so like, you know, a lot of people have have their issues with him, but like he brought up a lot of good points about Crunchyroll and like how it wasn't and like the industry wasn't like serving the fans as well as it could. So, well, and, and I mean, it, it spawned. You know, didn't High Dive come out this year too, or twenty eighteen too? Oh, they got yeah, they got big in twenty eighteen. Um, I think they might have started slightly earlier than that, but. Oh okay, but I know. Yeah, you can watch a lot. There's a lot of really good stuff on High Dive. So, but I mean, like there was other people. Heroes. Yeah, there was other people who complained about Crunchyroll too, and I think that also helped influence people to move over to High Dive and 
other oh, ways and to the, watch yeah, shows. Yeah, and, and the shit. partnership for them, uh, Crunchyroll Funimation partnership is done. Dissolved, yeah. Yeah. Um, God, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably, a, in some ways, that's a good thing because, like, Funimation is not... I haven't heard like they're not like the best run anime company. It's weird. Like they have Dragon Ball property, but it's like that's that's what they got. <laughs> like they kind of like mess some things up. They're not none of these companies mm-hmm. are perfect. So right, and we kind well, of just you have also to... kind of have to understand that like from a business a standpoint, lot, uh, from a business standpoint, and and even when you look at when you when you watch newer Funimation dubs, you know we where we came from we came from you know the voice actors that are getting older now you know like christopher sabbath monica real um uh vic Minona, uh <laughs> like all vic of them lasagna. are getting vic <laughs> vic lasagna yeah uh they're all getting older now you know so they're not we're so used to hearing them um all the time and now that all these newer anime that's coming out uh they're they're getting newer actors so it's odd for us to hear that and stuff at least i think like that's my opinion and everything yeah well and 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 we also think i mean and we also will will most likely say like the dub isn't really that good or anything like that yeah and part of it is like certain actors are cost more money apparently yeah so well i mean the the more that they do stuff you know the more expensive they're going to be like vic lasagna is probably the most expensive voice actor funimation has on contract you know like mm-hmm. yeah after after he did after he did uh full metal like that's it like his career like blossomed you know like he's probably the most famous and Christopher Sabbath. But Christopher Sabbath pretty much his voice is only used in like Dragon Ball mostly. No, he's All Might too in uh My Hero. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he's All Might. I forgot about that. So I think I he's I think I... he's in uh I think he's in Baki too. I'm not sure. They, Baki has a, Baki has a really good dub, so. so. There there are there is a couple of Funimation actors in Baki. Mm. Uh, I know that I can't remember at the top of my head, so uh, who they are. But yeah, I remember when I met uh, Christopher at a he's anime so detour. He's so sweet. <laughs> he's cool. He's really, I met him with Tiffany Grant. Um, I saw interviews with him. I never actually physically met him, but he's he's a great guy. Especially and in uh, and and Kyle Herbert. He always goes to Anime Detour, always. Mm, yeah, and every yeah. time you walk by him, and he'll, he'll just be walking, like, among just anyone. And he'll just be like, hey, Kyle. And he'll be like, hey, what's up? Like, he's just, like, really cool. Like, he's super sick. Um, But, yeah, interesting year, you guys. It's been so crazy. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, we should mention quick the uh, – a lot of, like, the really big companies are getting into anime now. I think AT&T oh, yeah. bought up, like, Crunchyroll – and like that's why Crunchyroll and Funimation split apart is like these big companies are are swallowing them up. So international yeah, streaming yeah. is getting huge. Yep, it's getting bigger. GG. That's another reason why I really want to see Broly in the theater. I was supposed to go yesterday, and I was supposed to go last week. But that's another reason why I want to see the Dragon Ball Super movie in the theater because I'm and by see the time it tomorrow, 
by the time you listen to this episode, well, um, I probably I probably would have already seen it. Yeah, but I, but I mean, no, seriously, like when you do that, when you go see anime films in the theater, whether it's an event showing or just a one time showing and stuff, you you're helping. You know what I mean by making it popular here, and more people will do stuff to make sure we can consume anime in easier and cheaper ways. So boom, there you go. So here's what we did. We got a little mini summies thing going on. Not like our seasonal reviews, but we got best OP, ED, best girl, best guy, some other things. And then we're going to talk about our top 10 of 2018, our cumulative top 10 made from our top 10 list, just like we did last year. Um, the three of us did last year. So here we go. Let's get into it. God damn it. Best OP. Best original pooper. Is that what OP stands for? Best original pooper. Yep. <laughs> super yeah, duper pooper scooper. Um, super the 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 super pooper. Before so, we start, none no, of us no, no, none of us picked Kokoku, no, no, which no, is actually no, the no, best OP of no, the year. No, Link in the show notes. Why didn't you pick it? No. Why didn't Google you pick it, Nick? Kokoku. No. No. The greatest OP of 2018. No. <laughs> by a mile. It's a banger. Everyone listen and watch. Shut up, Nick. No one wants. No Nick, one wants to you hear that your opinion. <laughs> Nick, why didn't you pick it then? Because I well, we'll get to mine. I I picked a fun a, one that I liked. Okay, Danny, let's go in the order we have it. So we have it, Danny, Nick, and me, in each of these things. So, so the real number one with. is Kokoku, and then these are all Fuck second place. You. <laughs> <laughs> Shut no, up, Nick. <laughs> all right, go ahead, uh, Danny's. Uh, my best op is um. Uh, the Hanibato opening uh, by uh, uh, Eureka. It's just so pretty. And it's so well animated. Oh, I love it. There is actually a lot of good um, OPs this year. Oh, well, not this year. Uh, in 2018. You know, there was the um, Otaku um OP, it's difficult to love an otaku. Um, mm-hmm. After the after the rains, OP was pretty great. Um, Danny, you get one nomination. I understand that, but I'm <laughs> I'm I'm just like you mentioning. Know, I kind of mentioned. I meant, I'm doing honorable mentions. So everyone yelled, Danny. <laughs> I mean, uh, another another favorite of mine was uh, uh, bed and breakfast. and bed and breakfast for the spirits. That one I like too. So, but Hanibato is definitely the winner for me. It's Mother's Basement well, did a video on this one. It's very Everyone well check animated. It out. So, was that okay, by, uh, it's so catchy. What studio did that one? Uh, Lin, uh, Linden F- Films. Leiden? Leiden. Leiden Films, yeah. Oh, okay. I think they're rel- relatively new. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I it, like how you can definitely. see their muscles move in Hanibato. It's uh, like normally I'm I I'm very picky when it comes to sport anime when it comes to women and this one was very well done. Um just it it, it felt it felt like I was watching um uh, you know the typical fan service uh sports anime with with males and stuff, but except it's with women. So, um, 
it definitely, Hanebato has definitely put itself on the map with that, in my opinion, at least. All right. Well, okay. thank you for the Hanebato review, Danny. We're talking about the <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the... It, it when when I was watching this, you know, I never skipped the the opening. I've I've watched it, you know, from beginning to end, uh, and mm-hmm. it just makes it just makes me so happy and excited that yeah, I'm watching Honey Bottle. This is the like, unskippable awesome. op. Yes. It's it is the unskippable. And Danny skips OP. every opening and ending. Danny has no Not soul all the time when it comes to those. Hey, I may have <laughs> no soul, but there are certain ones that I don't skip. So. Leave okay, so so Nick, what do you got? I picked instead of Kokoku, even though it's really the best one. I picked Pop Team Epic by Sumire. Okay, moving on. Oisaka. <laughs> For sure. Have you guys watched Let's this opening? On. It is Let's fucking. It's a trip, dude. It is awesome. There's like a thousand things happening in this. It's great. They turn them into little toothpaste. They smash the TV. Toothpaste. Dude, have you have you watched it? Click on it right now and watch it. I'm good. This is so good. Dude, when they open the fridge and Popico is, is like sleeping in there, like a little napping, it's like fucking, oh my God, dude. <laughs> the thing yeah, about no. the Pop Team Epic OP is like there's references to like anime and, and culture in there, like every frame of the OP. So it's just like there's a lot to to like unpack, you know, and I don't even know all of it. I can't even catch them all. It's so fast. Like it's great. Catchy song. Cute little girls turning into toothpaste. Being little shits. Great. Pop Team Epic. Best OP of the year. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I like the song from Kokoku because Miyavi is in it. I mean, I love Miyavi. But I picked Agretzko because mainly because I, you know I'm a metalhead and I love Agretzko. Everyone knows I love Agretzko. It's not like a secret. Like I fucking love Red Panda Face Johnson screaming into a microphone. But like I also just like her dancing around all cute with a pink background and then just like this metal song like happening like and it's it's supposed to, it's by i don't i couldn't find the name of it i think they just called it the agretzko theme but it's by miura jam and uh but like th- there's there it, it switches from like a black and white scene of her screaming into a mic to a colored scene of her dancing all cute and being a red panda and in her little work uniform and shit fucking i love agretzko like we'll talk more about it later but red panda face johnson that's all you need to know red panda face johnson's and death metal and man and matt did a good video on it called um agretzko and mocking work culture which is a great video <laughs> shout out to man and matt on that one um because working sucks anyway <laughs> <laughs> real jobs are for butt sniffers and that makes me sound super lazy but i'm not like i do work a real job we all work real jobs i'm lazy all i real. don't and we, work a real job and we totally get it um <laughs> not yet at least um i guess yeah, i guess retail yeah retail sucks retail sucks it's a real but, um, job <laughs> i'm i'm honda son yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Basically, that's Danny's skull face Johnson. Honda-san. Yeah, I'm skull face Johnson. <laughs> Except I work at a shoe store. I work at Jersey, so, so with the openings, I'm just imagining Honda-san working at where Danny <laughs> works. So of course, with best openings, we got best endings. Danny, 
Uh, I picked um, the ending for Megalobox, oh. which is by uh, Nakamura Imami. I so good. This. I love this song. I, I actually listened to this song. It's on my playlist on, on uh, Amazon Music. The only oh, yeah. thing I'll say about this one is there's no animation. I mean, but honestly, you I fell into the trap, like Danny, of just the but, song. But I like it though. No, fell it's not the even trap, that. Danny. It's not even. It's not even a trap. You know, like it's it's different. You know, it's different from from everything else. You know, it's like a movie scroll at it, the end. It is a movie yeah, scroll, and like I a- and I like it like that. Uh, and not only that, it has like the cool neon. Uh, lettering, like yeah, le- and it's something I can make in twenty minutes, and I don't even know how oh, to make that. Yeah, but, yeah, right, yeah, but okay. isn't that? But I think that's what kidding. makes it great, though. It's so simple and eye catching. I would argue so, but simple. But I will say the song is can great. be good, though. Simple can be good, and and I think it works well with um the like era and the scene of megalobox because megalobox is very like gritty and uh it has that like cowboy desert theme mixed in with like boxing so yeah and it works well it has like that vegasy kind of uh look to it it's like ashina yeah. ojo mixed with like early 2000s 90s mm-hmm. anime it's like, yeah 90s. it's like fight night gambling and shit yeah, yeah. fight club you know Danny, kind of thing. I'm sorry. Talk <laughs> about Fight Club, dog. Don't talk I'm about sorry. it, Danny. All right. It's the first rule of Fight Club. Don't talk about it. <laughs> Moving on to my favorite OP. Um, no, we I can hope, just skip yours. I hope it's this fine. is the right name because there's like three different versions, but Le Temps de la Rentre. I pronounced that. I think no, I think splendidly. you said that right. Uh, <laughs> it's. Koi no Shingaki by D-Pi and then also various other artists. I think it's like, I think they got the uh, voice actresses to sing this one. Um, this is for Hisone Tomasotan, which is on Netflix, yeah. Studio Bones. I love the animation to this. Yeah, this is great. It's They're just like dancing around. They got like this yes. hip, like 60s sounding music. Like, it's like Showa era period. Yeah. And they're just kind of swaying back and forth. boop a doop a boop It's great. All, you can see the girls' personalities and the way they move and stuff, and you know it's just a little catchy. It's not Anytime your typical. It's not your typical anime opening. It doesn't sound anything like most. You mean openings. ending? Not ending. Not opening. Yeah. Well, it's ending. same for opening, but yeah. <laughs> I um, I love openings and endings where the characters are dancing to the song. Like I don't know why, I just always love that. Like the opening to Tenjo Tenge, is really awesome. Like. I fucking love that, even though that anime is terrible. But yeah, I, I love this. I love that. And I like uh, in Konosuba the second opening to Konosuba where there, there's little parts of them doing the little, yeah, dance and then turn around and thumbs up. Like, yeah, I love that. This is a good one. They got the characters. They got the little patterns in the background. It slows down, speeds up. God, so good. It's Catch sad so I good. didn't finish. Uh, it's sad I didn't finish it. It was a pretty decent show. It was decent. It started out better than it finished, I'll say. Um, yeah, I, I didn't put it in my top ten, but it's it's worth watching. It's on Netflix. Easy to easy to find it. I Son? might watch it. I might rewatch it. Is it is it does it have have a dub? 
Did yeah, it's on. It's on Netflix. They always they dub everything. Well, yeah. not all of them are dubbed though. I think they are. No, this one I think. There's this some one that I think aren't is. dubbed. That's Netflix originals, and some of them aren't. So. Yeah, there's a couple, but I think this one is. No, it is. It is. I've, I've watched part of it. Yeah, um, I picked Inca Impulse from Asobi Asabase, <laughs> and that's by. It's the same Pina as your Kino. other ones. It's the opening and ending are the same metal song. Some. <laughs> no, it's not they're the not same. same. It's, it's not, not the same. same. This one's better than the Agretzko one. I'll give you that. Agretzko is like forty seconds. So. But I love this because it's like the show is it's... very vibrantly colored ridiculous comedy and then the ending is just dark nitty gritty dark dark metal <laughs> dark gritty neon colors with them uh like a, a melodic the, metal three, core song and with the three of them um playing the instruments yeah they're all screaming think, but one's on the drums one's on yeah, the guitar it's and so one's good. on the bass i love it I well love yeah it. it's the juxtaposition they're opening they're that uh Asobe Asabase's opening is pretty good too. Yeah, the the, yeah. <laughs> the the opening to it is like is like a is like a typical cute girl show opening, and it's so like sweet and pure. And then the ending is like they're just these little shitheads playing guitar, and like they're so like angry and and you know metal, and that kind of that's kind of the show in a nutshell. Yeah, it it really like tells tells what the show is is actually about, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love us. I, I love us. Yeah, the the animation on the ending is cool too, because it's like really sketchy uh, characters. They like don't even have an it's outline. Like, it's just a bunch yeah, of scribbles. And it's, and it's like neon marker on blackboard or however you know, like yeah. it looks super cool. Neon lights on black. Um. That being said, let's move on to best girl of the year. Oh shit. <laughs> Speaking of Asabase, Danny. <laughs> My best girl is Hanuko. <laughs> I love her. She's so I I can't. Like that that voice act that voice actress, she she needs an award. Like she literally needs an award. I've never heard uh, a Japanese voice actress scream like that in a comedy. <laughs> yeah, she's, a, she's a new she's actor. So good. Oh, is she's, she really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I love her. She is so good. I can't. Yeah, Hanako is the best. <laughs> oh, I, the the person who sings the ending theme is her voice actress. Yeah, they get the they yeah. get the characters to they, sing it. They get the characters to sing it. Yeah. Um. But, uh, and, and I don't really go. The thing is, this is a this is like a surprise to even me. Is I don't really go for the twin tailed characters. So, so shallow, Danny. Hanako, I I'm sorry, but Hanako is the first, and I love her. I I I just I love her like sleazy. Uh, comments on things and everything yeah she's like a spoiled rich girl and she orchestrates all of the hijinks that the (laughs) that the uh after school club does (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think i think uh um her personality really gets expressed a lot is in episode 12 with the baby uh and how like the 
Yeah. <laughs> so, and that baby was a shithead too. <laughs> that baby was such a shithead. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, I also so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm so I, I just I just gotta make a I just gotta make a correction to my best ending here because it's it's the three girls, it's the three voice actresses who sing the clean parts. And the the instrumentals and screaming is done by the Japanese band Her Name and Blood. Oh, so, sweet! Yeah, that's dope. Good the, catch. Yeah, Ekipi and KS KSKN from Her Name and Blood. Um, mm. there you go. Yeah, Hanako is uh, legit though. She's hilarious. All three of the girls in that show are great. I like Olivia too, but yeah, Hanako yeah, Hanako is <laughs> like the most dude. memorable, probably. Yeah. Sugo. <laughs> Wait, was that Olivia who did that, or no? That was Hanako. Was it Hanako? I think, or the one without the glasses. The the yeah. Mm, I th- it might. Have been. I think that might have been Olivia. Anyway, I could rewatch this. I need an excuse. There's no way they can dub that show. Like it's not going to be as good. <laughs> no. Um. Um. So, so Nick, yeah, my got? choice. I picked one out of left field. I picked Takagi from Teasing Master Takagi-san. Forehead chain is what it Dude, five head? She has like a six head. It's great. <laughs> Meme worthy. I love like the photoshops where you can't tell if they shopped her, but like you're pretty sure her head's bigger than it should be. It's classic. It's like the it's like the uh, Rika from Gridman where they, they shopped her thighs. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to breathe there. Um, yeah, Takagi, the reason I picked her is uh, she is like so in the boy's head uh, Nish- Nishikata she's so in his head and like she's got she's like renting out space in there and shit dude she she's got him under her thumb you know and you know like the way she talks to him and like teases him and and like whispers at him it's like oh why can't i have someone tease me you know that type of thing <laughs> you know what i'm saying guys i no. think so okay well <laughs> <laughs> we can't all have good taste. You just like you going off. <laughs> I thought I I thought I lagged out for a second. No, no, sorry. No. You just like we're just letting you pop off, you dude. Know? And she just like mind fucks this kid every day. It's it's all about the memes for you. So we just let you. We just let you go. It's we just let you go. Like <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate mastermind. She could be in Legend of the Galactic Heroes and win. Like, right? What are you talking about right now? <laughs> yeah. She would defeat the Zon Empire. (laughs) Uh, So I picked Akane from Gridman because I could have picked Rika, but I picked Rika for the best girl of that season. Rika's the thickest. And I had to to show love to Akane because, you know, I'm a sucker for the girls with the the lavender, the white hair, the silver hair. hair. And it's just like... So shallow. Mm -hmm. She had the most character development in that show. Well, she was really the only one who had any, if you think about it. Your girl be rolling up to her. I'd be like, P.Y.T. Pretty Young Thing. You (laughs) got to love it. To love and care. Okay, MJ. Dude, you know she's the best girl when they do that, like, fisheye angle. When it, like, zooms in on her face and she's, like, bulging out. That's what I do, dude. I go up to I steal your girl and then I hee-hee away. Just, can't, am it's I? Not, it's can not you guys hear me? It's hey, hey. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, well that's fine. As long as you can hear me, you know. I'm trying I don't to. Do want it. I don't want to hear ignored. you. I, 
I don't I don't want to hear you. But so I was just singing fucking Michael really Jackson as that. I'm trying to make an important point about Akane's character development. Shimona. <laughs> <laughs> god damn, dude! <laughs> Fucking Nick was like, "God damn it!" I'm trying to like, I'm trying to make a point and, here. Me and Danny are in the corner going, "Come on, come on, Nick!" <laughs> All right, come on, Danny. That's Akane in, in a nutshell. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, it's Michael Jackson, pretty much. Um, but no, like, she got like. She had all kinds of emotions going up and down. She was kind of crazy and then kind of like lost and forgotten. And she didn't really fucking know what was going on. And then I don't know. I really liked her character and she's hot. And I like the purple sweater. Her character design is just really good too. Like the purple hoodie that she wears. Like I love it. And she She, builds uh, models. Builds models, dude. She's a nerdy nerd. Builds kaiju. Clay kaiju. Her voice actor too. Nut. Oh. All the, all of these female voice actresses were awesome. Like oh. ASM Army, please. Just me and Nick. Um. That being said, <laughs> best guy of the year is obviously Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Best guy of the year, Danny. What do you got? I got Udana from. Uh, bed and breakfast for the spirits. I'm gonna be honest with you. I forgot about this show. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that show existed. I, I know mean, what she's talking about, but I just I didn't. About it. I didn't really like express my love for it. It was secret during it was secret. during seasonal and stuff. So it was um, um like summer, right? Uh, spring, spring 2018. Oh, okay. So, uh, the show has 26 episodes. So, um, mm. yeah, he's hot. He's like really hot. He's Danny, he's, it's like, best he's, guy, not hottest guy. Well, he is best guy because he's hottest guy. <laughs> hot. <laughs> and so. to think, I was about to pick a baby as my best guy. What would Danny have said about that? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have opposed. I would have called you a pedophile, but, you know. God. This is the problem. <laughs> People confuse these awards. It's best, not hottest. It hey, can be both. Hey, but he is best Akane. guy, though, because, like, he because, I mean, if you watch, if you watch the show, um, you know, he, whenever the main, the main girl, she, like, got into trouble or anything like that, he would like come to a rescue and everything so um but like he's just hot i can't i I, I can't like there's nothing else i could say so he's very mysterious though so that that there's one thing i can say um because he is head of um like a bathhouse kind of thing in the spirit world so and he eats all the yummy food that um, Ailey uh, makes. So that's why I didn't watch it. Food anime can't get into him. It's not God, too much. Come on, Nick. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't Except like. Food wars. Well, it's not. It's not as heavy on food as Food Wars is, but they. 
but the food in it is pretty yummy and it looks really good so a show um, all right nick who'd you put yeah or Daniel, you don't. Sorry, I didn't mean to like. Cut no, you I mean I was just gonna say like if you like the whole like supernatural, spiritual, slice of life kind of thing, um, this is definitely the show for you. Hot spiritual guys, okay. Hot you can't get pregnant guys, if you do it. Yeah. It's fine. There's there's a nine tailed fox guy in it. His name's Genji. He's 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 a a, a best boy uh, nomination type person. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, Nick, what do you got? Uh, I picked Nita from Hinamatsuri, the Yakuza henchman slash boss who has to raise, what's her face? Hina. 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 And then also uh, uh, Hina. Hina. the homeless girl. God, I can't think of her name. Anzu. Anzu, there we go. Dude, I almost picked them as my best girls. But dude, so like Nita, he like... I think he does like the vase scheme thing in Japan where like they they make you break a vase and you got to pay for it and then suddenly like you're in debt to them because he's part of the yakuza and then he also like he he like sells shit for them um but like the funny part is like he's just this random single guy and suddenly he has a kid and he has to pretend to his family that like that that it's his kid <laughs> it's just like the awkward situations that uh, Hina puts him in and then, like when he tries to be a father to her, and he ends up he ends up like breaking her leg when he's spinning her around. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, funny. Right. yeah. And then like this is, this is more of a Hina thing, but like she's like, "Hey, Nita, can I have some money <laughs> to buy a TV?" And so <laughs> she does, and she goes and sells it to a guy and makes less money than she bought it for. <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah, for yeah. to give money to Anzu, yeah. But yeah, I mean Nita, he's like a good guy despite being a criminal. It's great. So he is caring and, and, and dadly. And like even though he didn't like take care of Anzu, he like made sure that she went somewhere. No, he made her go to else. school and even though she would like sleep she would just fucking sleep in class. And then <laughs> like she started working open. for the Chinese restaurant and then she lived there or whatever, which was cool. That's Anzu. That's Anzu, um, that's Anzu. That's who I was talking about. I Nick said was talking. Nick was, but I'm talking Nick about was Hina. talking about Hina. Okay, well, you ruined Hitomi everything. Tell me, was the bartender <laughs> savant who everybody wanted to hire, and she was like, "Tell <laughs> yeah. me, yeah, dude, all these girls were so like, great." So out of, like, we're talking life. about Nita, but you know, he she got like her own them. apartment, and then her mom was all like, "Uh, yeah." Her mom's like all nervous about it, and then suddenly, like, there's like freaking like three uh, like, like higher up uh, businessmen were like, "We'd like to hire this girl," and her mom's like, "Oh yes, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, dude, Nita is, is great. Good dad. Good criminal. He takes the credit for Hina beating up all those guys. Classic. Um, I picked Gearless Joe. Yeah. Because he said, fuck y'all. I'm going to go to the top. Gearless. And he did. He went the distance and then some. He is he went, all that in a bag of chips. He went above and beyond. He went above and beyond. Dude, his Gearless. voice actor, Yoshimasa Hosoya, nut every time he talks. Nut every time he talks. <laughs> I remember in our Discord, someone's just like, every time he talks, I nut. <laughs> was, yeah. He's, from, like, he's, like, from, he's like, yo. <laughs> you're like, oh, yo. <laughs> yo. Yo. From Megalobox, the Ashitano Joe anniversary project. Um, and he wasn't actually Joe, but um, that's the name he took 
he took the name Joe from when he was getting a fake ID made for him and shit. Um, he is badass, dude. He's got he's he's got drive. There are times and the times when he was feeling down and and didn't think he could do anything. He still got up and did something, and no matter what the odds were, and that's that's badass. And he's hot. He's fucking hot. He's hot when he's sweaty, and he's hot when he's fighting. He's hot when he's ashy. He's mm-hmm. hot when he talks, as Nick said. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Gearless Joe, that's best guy. So we got two more things here for the awards, and we're going to talk about our top ten. So best soundtrack. Um, I I picked Violet Evergarden. Um, mm. Composer is uh, Evan Call. Um, this soundtrack is just so relaxing. You know, I can, like, meditate to this. You can even study Evan to it. Call. <laughs> Uh, maybe. Except when it gets to the part that are like the sad parts from the show. You're like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You just want to tear up. You just want to tear up and cry. (laughs) So I was looking up his thing when you were typing it, you know, Mm -hmm. and I left it up for this reason. Because this guy's from California, okay? Yeah. Um, He was born in 1988. He's he's my brother's age. Oh, snap. He, He picked up the violin when he was super young. Um. He grew up kind of in a country town, so he learned also to learn to play the guitar and learn to play bluegrass music and other shit. But he's been hired to do a ton of anime. And not not a ton, a ton, but for an American musician, a ton. Yeah. Um, he's done, like, Schwarzenmarken, Simple Gear, Violet Evergarden probably being his best thing, um, Jiga no Shi Haisha, uh, Big Order, um... Two seasons of Sinful Gear. So Sinful Gear G and GX. Um, that's crazy. Dude, that's his, pretty cool. his picture on Mel is him with a fucking snake. Oh, like a pet snake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's I a power move like, right there. I saw, I saw that. I'm like, yeah, he's cool. <laughs> yeah, so I'm basically... Like, I approve. <laughs> yeah, basically he um, has been playing music and instruments all his life. So... He, and he currently resides in Tokyo, and he was with the Japanese music group Elements Garden up until 2016. So, I mean, he, he is where his work is, and his work is in doing music and anime right now, so he's in Tokyo right now, so that's pretty and cool. And honestly, that's pretty freaking awesome, especially for an American. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, you know, because you don't, you don't really see too, too much, um, you know, Westerners being recognized in in the anime culture too much especially over in japan so um that's really impressive so keep it yeah keep it up evan you're doing a great job wasn't there another uh, westerner who did uh made in abyss i think so yeah yeah the the made abyss soundtrack was a westerner as well Mm. slight tangent yeah there there was also the 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 lady who did uh some of the vocals for the dot hack soundtrack, which I've talked about in, um, that was a bomb ass soundtrack. Yeah. We've, we, in a previous episode, I don't remember if it was our soundtrack episode or endings episode, but I've talked about that, um, in that one of those apps. Um, but yeah, I have call. Hell yeah, dude. So the next, so for Nick's and mine, we agreed on this because I, I got it. It was, I was either going to pick Violet Evergarden or this, 
and I picked this, and that was Devilman Crybaby soundtrack by Kensuke Ushio, who's a relative Michael newcomer Jackson. to the uh, to the anime soundtrack biz because he's done. <clears throat> he's actually doing the new Boogie Pop soundtrack right now. He also did Koino Katachi, Liz and the Bluebird, Ping Pong the Animation, and Space Dandy. So like every single one of those has a fucking bomb soundtrack. It's insane. This guy's a god. <laughs> he's like, a god. <laughs> That's my only description. Like, but for Devilman Crybaby, um, dude, like, how would you describe this music? It's just like every, it's just banger after banger, right? Like, especially the the Devilman No Uta theme. Oh yeah, Devilman No Uta. Look that up on YouTube. I think that has like ten million views or something. Like, it's ridiculous. People people he, memed it too. He does a lot of which, which is cool. He's like a he's do he does a lot of producing stuff. So he. He does a lot of programming. He's the he's the programmer for the group Llama, and uh, in in Space Dandy he he was the uh, Agraf and Llama were credited as the musicians, um, and then he does his solo stuff, which he's done for Devilman Crybaby, Koino Katachi, and his recent work is going to be in Boogie the new Boogie Pop Phantom. Uh, so yeah, can Sam, I, I mentioned that already. Can I, <laughs> Sorry. Can I can I interrupt you for just one second? Go ahead. Um, the guy who did made in the made in abyss uh composition, he's actually Australian. Yeah, Westerner. Ooh, that's even. He's not a Westerner. He's an Easterner. Well, technically, yeah, technically it is right next to Japan, but white. He's, he's a, a whiteer. S- he's a whitey. He's on the other side of the worldener. Yeah. He's a white people. <laughs> um, oh, he's but Australia. he uh Kevin uh Kevin uh Penkin is his name. Yeah, that's that sounds right. Um. And he he currently resides in in uh, the UK. So and yeah, that's Westerner. Also, there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not. I mean, well, he lives there, but he's from. His origin is from Australia. Nice so. one, Sheila. That's not uh, a knife. Yeah. This is a knife. Yes, this is a knife. <laughs> so super, 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 super duper pooper scooper side tangent. The McDonald's by my house in the during lunchtime, they have a lady there from Australia, and every time I go through the drive-through, and she's there, I'm just like, "You're awesome." She's like, "You had a McDouble and a McChicken <laughs> and some fries." Fries? <laughs> yes, He's... I did. Fries. <laughs> I remember Pen-pen. the first time I met her, I was like, "You're kind of a far away from home, aren't you?" And she's like, "Yeah, I moved out about ten years ago, my... and we just fell in love with the place." I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. But <laughs> all right, like, <laughs> Penkin, Penkin is uh, currently uh, he did the adaptation for um, the Rising of the Shield Hero, which is new this year. Gotcha. But yeah, dude, the yeah. Devilman Crybaby soundtrack. I think. Oh well, look, dude, the best, the best tracks from this. You have Devil No Uta, Devil Man No Uta. That's the that's the best one. Then you have Judgment, which is just like a fucking clubhouse banger. Like they have a drop right in the middle of the song, and it's like brown 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 brown. It's just like fucking epic, man. I love it. Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> so good. No, though. no, no. That's what I was gonna. Yeah. Like this soundtrack makes the show like two points better than it could be. Like. That's how good it is. I think this is one of the best soundtracks in any anime TV show, period. Not just from this year. 
Mm. I think it's up there, like top 10. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that. Um, people think that's rare to agree with Nick. I actually agree with Nick. And I, I don't mean to be like hyperbolic because everyone's always like, oh, the, the most recent thing I saw is the best thing ever. <laughs> it's like, no, I've seen like a but lot no, of anime. But no, for real. Yeah. You know, we've seen hundreds yeah. between like 500, 600, 700, whatever. So it's like this one is definitely in the top 10 for soundtrack. Straight up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 100%. Um, here we go. Here's the last one. Animation Award. What do you got? I oh, I easy. pick I picked Hanebato from uh, Light and can't, Films. Can't even fight you on that right now, because that was animated. That was that one definitely sticks out. And the ones that are in my mind, like the top three or four or five in my mind, that's definitely one of the ones that stick out for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, especially the anime. especially the battles, the badminton you battles, mean, the the matches. That's a battle. It's not <laughs> a battle. It's a match. It's a match. Fucking not- Nick comes up. He's like, you guys are ready to see the Super Bowl battle? <laughs> Fucking Patriots and the... It's a match, you idiot. <laughs> Sorry, you guys want to go to the Lakers battle? The Lakers <laughs> battle? The They're Lakers going against the, the Timberwolves? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, no, no it's Honey Bottom is good. Yeah, it, and the like slow motion... Um, scenes especially with the birdie uh hitting the the racket and stuff but that that's definitely i feel like a first uh in sports anime and and how they did that yeah didn't they do um motion capture i think Um, they did i'm not 100 percent sure i'm gonna i'm just gonna assume they did i remember hearing about that they did i'm pretty sure that's the case did some mocap in? Mocap in. They got uh, they got Gollum to to go do it for him. <laughs> God, Andy Andy put Circus. The balls, <laughs> put the balls all over your body and then yeah. Just no, but I think around. they did. I mean, and I think this, they've done that for other anime too. But like, yeah, like Hanabato, I agree. Really, really good, really good fight animation, fight sequences. Um, <laughs> for their battles, <laughs> yeah, for their battles. <laughs> I was watching. Uh, here's another side tangent. The only thing I'll say though is like a. Sometimes when they're not battling, it does. They do get a little bit cut, a, cut a few corners. But I mean, they kind of have to. Mm. So, speaking of mocap, though, I was watching a behind the scenes with the Avengers Infinity War or whatever, and there's fucking Thor yelling at Thanos, but it's just like Josh Brolin in like a big suit with a bunch of little bulbs all over his face in this suit, <laughs> and it just looks really awkward. It's like, how do you do that? Like, God. Anyway. Um, this is another one that me and Nick agreed on, and uh, this is I can't think of anything else. So, Violet Evergarden by Keoani. I I mean, it's it, you we and obviously the anime kind of, in a sense, story wise or not story wise, but even just like execution wise, maybe fell short a little bit. Like there were some episodes that were like, eh, you know, but then the really good episodes were like really good. But well, that's just animation-wise, yeah, yeah. just animation-wise, though, like we were hyped from the. I remember when the trailer came out and we talked about it when Mac was on the podcast and we were all like, "Oh, Dude, like her yeah, arm. The, that is the best trailer of any anime ever by a mile." Oh yeah, yeah, like the the animation in that trailer looked better than like almost every anime movie. <laughs> 
I'm not even going to fight you on that one. But, like, yeah, the show like itself it, was still really good. I mean, it wasn't that level, obviously, the whole show. But, like, there, there were sequences where, like, she's running around the running across the lake where they just they go, like, all out, and it's, like, insane. It, it looks better than, again, it looks better than most anime movies, even as a TV show, and that's, like, unheard of. Every fucking shine and shadow on her body as she moved so smoothly. Any character. You know, when she's typing on the typewriter. Oh, my God, dude. It's just so beautiful. Like, it's fucking... That's something you look at in a fucking museum, dog. Like, I fucking love it. And I... Man, should have picked her for Best Girl, too, because Violet is fucking awesome. But, like... Dude, she's apparently 14. (laughs) I don't believe that. Oh, is she really? I don't believe that for a second. Or, well, I mean, isn't she, like, part, like... Isn't no, she like part even going. It's the that? it's the fucking uh, <laughs> anime meme where like the girl looks like she's twenty, but it's like no, I'm twelve. <laughs> um, yeah, I think she's she had like amnesia too, so she probably she was probably fourteen during the war, and then she still thinks she's fourteen or something like that. That's my guess, but oh, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, yeah, the animation, great Kyoto animation. I, They're always like up there for the award Kyoto anim. It's Kill Annie and Bones that are like oh and Mappa. Bones, I fucking I fucking love Bones, dude. Have they made a bad show? I love Bones. <laughs> I always say that. <laughs> Shout out to Mac because he knows that when I do this, Bones. He always knows where I'm coming from. He knew the bones were broken. The bones. Anyway, Kill Annie, base Kill Annie. I can't like I know it's it sounds like you know it's kind of hard not to like if Kill Annie comes in front of you. It's really hard not to just get on your knees, unzip their pants, and just go go to town on that D. Like, just in and around my mouth. I don't even fucking care. Anyway, nut on my chest if you want to. Let's move on. Um, Here's our anime summies. Top 10 of 2018. This, this is a consolidated list, as Sam does chicken balking noises. <laughs> Um, we all made our own top 10 lists and we put them into the spreadsheet and it, we took out the, you know, the average of all of it. And this is what we came up with. We'll link all of our same thing we did last year. We'll link our separate lists in the show notes. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. There's one, uh, one that I'm upset that is not up there, you know, <laughs> Pop Team Epic <laughs> should be on there, but anyway. Okay, so um, as I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a bit they would do in Pop Team Epic if you you know if you if you enjoyed it. So Nick, I, I probably should have fucking asked you before we started, but do you want to start at the ten and go up? Yeah, obviously. So you do everything. Okay. Why would we start planning at the, the top? It's like hashtag planning of the podcast. <laughs> someone's listening and they're just like, oh, they're name number one. Fuck it. <laughs> Talk, uh, turn this episode off. We're done. Yeah, yeah, I already got one. So we're going to go through this, and then we're going to mention some other stuff that's on our, like, 11, 12, 13, 14 spots. Just because, like, we tried to not – we always try not to include sequels just because, like – Yeah, the ongoing stuff and the sequels. Because, obviously, when they when those shows started, we would have included those back then. So it's like – Well, yeah, yeah. it's it's weird, too, because, like, do you include it when it starts or when it finishes? I don't even know the answer to that, but it, and especially stuff that's like multi-year, like Ancient Magus Bride and Three Gods No Lion, those shows spanned right. multiple years. So, so like, yeah, because I just, they went. I feel from, like we should highlight the newer stuff. I feel yeah. like we should air toward the newer stuff. Obviously, those are good shows, especially like 
Trigatsu is like turning out to be, you know, one of the better anime of the decade, probably. Maybe. We'll, well I find think, out. Well, I think but. also, Nick, it's more so like when it starts because we talked about it last year too. Like last last year we talked about Magus Bride and you talked about um Trigatsu no Lion and things like that. So Yeah, um, and like Rakugo had the same deal. They had one year back season. Then, yeah. yeah, season one, season two. Um So I, I don't think it's a big deal. I think the list, yeah. Yeah, and, so, and we're not including Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, because, like, you know, obviously, just go watch them. Like, <laughs> they're sequels. If you enjoyed it, you'll watch the rest of it. Right. So, number 10, Agretzko. The so, Netflix original, Agretzko. So, season season two is actually coming out soon-ish. But, yeah, we're not going to talk about this one in 2019, obviously, because we're talking about it now. Um, but Agretzko, dude... It's, you know, it was made by, um, I can't believe, I had his fucking name up right here and I don't fucking have it now, but it was made Studio by- Studio Fanworks. Studio Fanworks, and it was created by a guy in conjunction with Sanrio. Yeah, Sanrio was like Hello Kitty, that type of stuff. That's the basis for it. Yeah, Sanrio has like Hello Kitty and Botsmaru and- Rariko uh, is the director. Um, that's wow. his name. Apparently on uh, on my anime list they only have three staff listed. That's really strange, but <laughs> oh Yeti, the artist Yeti yeah. ma- created the character for Sanrio. Yes, um, but yeah, uh, dude Agaretsuko, it's just about this red panda. She's got a shitty office job. Her boss is a asshole. So the way she takes it out, her feelings out, is she goes to karaoke bar by herself and just karaoke's death metal music. Well, it's and the same song she, too. It's like the, the she has the number of the song, and she just says that number, and that plays a part in the yeah. show. Like one of the characters hands another character a note that's just that number, and they go meet her there. Yep. And then there's one episode in particular where she she takes it out on her boss during like a karaoke outing with her other coworkers. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Then there's you know her coworkers uh, Fenico and and Haida, and uh, and then the 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 higher ups uh, Miss Washimi and the gorilla and, lady, uh, yeah. Gory. They just call her Gory. <laughs> I mean, Gory, Gory. Gory is the best. Director Gory, Gory yeah. is the best. Dude, I love how and they're like strutting around in their heels and they're like, oh, these heels hurt my feet. <laughs> they're like oh, the I executive hate. women that are like really like you know they're everyone looks up to them. Hashtag and strong women. Intelligent. Hashtag strong women. And the dub is great. Like, like Nick mentioned earlier, like Netflix dubs are pretty good. And the dub for this is pretty good. I watched both, but I d- did enjoy the dub very, very much. Um, Erica Mendez does Retzko's voice very well. And then when she's screaming, uh, it's done by Jameson Bowes, who is mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if he's in a band or uh, w- whatever else have you. But he's an actor. and a- Oh, he's in Don of Ashes, the band Don of Ashes. Sorry, I'm an idiot. There you go. Um, he's he's done work with uh, Christoph Bathory, Angel Dies, Jason Miller, other bands and famous metal musicians like that. But yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. It's a, it's a cute show, and it's also I mean, if you understand that work life and the the frustrations that come with it, you know, her boss is like this. He's a pig, by the way. The boss is a pig. You know, he's he's a sexist. He's a douchebag. He's he he doesn't know how to use computers, so he he delegates stupid shit to everyone else, and he's just a butt sniffer. He's an asshole. So 
it's awesome. Yeah, Todd Habercorn's also in it. Um, uh, ben Diskin. A uh, bunch of Funimation act, uh, VAs, too. But anyway, that's number 10. Uh, yeah, I think it would be funny if, like, somebody edited in the... Uh, you know that you know that video with the the cowboy in the mountains just yelling. He's like, ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Big yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. The, the song is called Big Enough. They should put that in when she's doing death metal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think that'd be funny. Um, but yeah, Gretzko, really great. Relate hashtag relatable. Um, right, I agree. And and everybody knew knew that I would love it, especially because I'm a, I'm a huge metalhead and hardcore Cat Johnson. person. And plus Animal Face Johnson's all over the place. Two and of my favorite Sanrio. things. And it's Sanrio. And it's Sanrio. And, I'm and a big Sanrio. it's very like adult-esque. So it, it's very relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Sanrio bitch. So like I fucking love that shit. And I love Yeti for making red pandas. I love red pandas. Man, red pandas. <laughs> They'll be rolling around and shit. Okay, anyway. Sorry. I'm going to watch red panda videos later. Red pandas and Pop Team Epic. You know if you God watch it. God fucking Nick and <laughs> There's a scene where they're just like, they're like, oh panda, seen it, <laughs> <laughs> because they they'd see the same animal twice, and she would get like unenthusiastic the second time. <laughs> God damn, fucking great. That's show. like Nick when I post a meme, he's like old. Yeah, <laughs> repost, <laughs> repost. Uh, number nine. We got a place further than the universe. Now, people are going to be surprised this one's so low because a lot of other, like, Crunchyroll Awards and a lot of other, like, uh, content creators put this one as, like, their number one or up there in the tops. So I'm curious why why, why did you guys not have it rated higher? Because I think I had it at, like, four or five. I just enjoyed other stuff better. It, yeah, it is know. kind of like a matter of just picking this other definite, things. It, it definitely, I mean, when it came out for their for its season, it it definitely um, was the highlight. Because um, I think, you know, the four, what, what do you call it, uh, Nick? You know, if it's like four girls. Oh, yeah. The, well, that's what Sam called. It's cute girls doing cute things. Cute, yeah, cute girls doing cute things, like K-On and stuff, you know. Well, it's like um, the, the the girl club, the club, school club anime. Mm, yeah, uh, and we haven't really seen that in a while since K-On, correct? Wait, what, like, no, that's every season. They have, like, a five of them. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't, it, it like, it. this one in particular just stood out. Oh, you mean, like, a really, a really good one that's not just, yeah. like... Yeah, because this wasn't yeah. so much doing cute things. They were going to fucking Antarctica. Like, they yeah. were doing something huge, like... Yeah, yeah this one has, like, but emotional was, stakes and all that. And But it was also animated very beautifully, though, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, studio... Was it Madhouse? Yeah, Madhouse. Madhouse did this one. Madhouse. Madhouse. In, original. in um, the middle, in the middle of, of the street. street. Madhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Atsuko Ishizuka. Um, mm. Written by Juki Hinata. Uh, so, like... Yeah, yeah this, this one just didn't really stand like it didn't really stand out too much for me. Too much. In How in terms of the genre it stood out, but like Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, for, yeah, I just it was enjoyable. I just was like enjoying other stuff more, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so the writer also did series composition for Hibike Euphonium 
and uh, Idol Master. Oh, and he he worked on Kaon as well. That's why this one reminded people of that. And uh, Princess Jellyfish too. So, yeah. Um, Hell yeah, Juki Hinata. Um, yeah, I think the reason why we why why I didn't put it higher was like it felt a little a little too a little too perfect at times. Yeah, it was um, it was too like like ha- not like happy go lucky be- because there were some points where there was a little bit of drama and emotion and stuff. There's a lot, especially but, at the end, like I don't, episode yeah. 10 or something. Uh there's I won't spoil, but there's a part where they they reach Antarctica and they discover something, leave it at that. Um but it's like Yeah, I mean, I agree that it just it felt like a commercial almost, <laughs> like a tampon commercial. <laughs> A I keep I said that in the early Why review. Why a tampon commercial? Because everything's got to be sparkly, and you know they're going to Antarctica where it's crisp. You want your hoo ha to be crisp, right? Well, I don't use tampons. And, and so. You want your hoo ha to be crisp, <laughs> <laughs> Nick? Twenty nineteen. <laughs> um, and then the other part, a lot of it is like some some of it is like they would the characters would directly say. A lot of like they would they would like analyze each psychoanalyze each other like perfectly, mm-hmm. um, whereas in Kaon they didn't do that. It was more, it was like more unsaid, which is a probably a, a better way that I prefer. Um, they, they hit it on the nose a little a couple of times where it's like ah oh, they couldn't they didn't need to say that necessarily, but I mean this is still a really good show like really well made. It's just a little too perfect. Not gritty enough a couple of times. That's that's too it. perfect. Everybody should watch it. It's too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's my complaint. It's a, it's like Zoolander. It's like he's almost too good looking. <laughs> Blue steel. Yeah. <clears throat> Moisture is the essence of wetness. <laughs> Wet- wetness is the essence of beauty. <laughs> no wait. I think I got the black lung pop. Ah, ah. <laughs> hey, my opening. Man, did- intro was from Zoolander. That was ball scene. Did you fucking... Uh, t- nobody cared about the sequel to that movie either. Like, it just came out and was like, yeah, yeah we were way past this humor. Like, <laughs> Anyway. Can't beat the original. Uh, yeah, sorry, Ori. Good show. Everyone check it out. We are not as high as a couple other cr- content creators, but that's okay. Please don't kill us. Um, number Speaking eight. Of don't kill us. Sells at work. <laughs> Hatureko Saibu. 13 episodes. Came out in summer 2018. David production. JoJo. Now that's here's the, stu- that's <laughs> the studio did JoJo. God damn it, Nick. <laughs> Every time he has to bring up... Anytime he can bring up JoJo or Pop Team Epic, he's going to <laughs> the episode. Um, take a shot. Um, Here's the thing about cells at work. Okay, we already mentioned the platelets earlier, okay? But I learned more about the human body watching this show than I did in, like, a month in biology or a couple months in biology. Like, and I w- there's a YouTube video out there right now, and I linked it in Discord when it's the show doc- was airing. It's a doctor watching it. Yeah, it's a doctor watching the first episode of it. And um, he actually specializes, like, in in like um cell work and stuff like that and things like that so like this was especially awesome for him to watch and he was like dude this is a good show like 
He ball did. Run. He did. I think he he did a couple of episodes. I don't know if he did the whole series. No, yeah, he did a couple more. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I don't think he did the whole series, but he definitely did the first one. I know he did the second or third one, the one where the the platelets come and repair that big hole. Yeah. By putting yeah. the net over it and stuff. Um, I but, know nay, like, I know nay. Even though there was like a lot of comedy and lightheartedness to it, there was some other like kind of serious parts, like especially the episode with the cancer. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that, the cancer yeah. one. That that was like, see, I haven't finished the show yet. I'm definitely gonna catch up on it. But like, the uh, didn't wasn't the cancer cell just like an outcast or something? Well, uh, yeah. So kind of. So that's kind of what happens with cancer. You know, it 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 forms in your body. It doesn't, yeah. you can't, it doesn't come It's from, like, like uncontrollable cell uh, uh, proliferation it's a, or whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's a sick cell, you know? So, like, as your body uh, produces new cells and stuff, um, there's maybe, like, a handful of cells that are, are sickly. And so the other, like, the kill, the kill cells, um... Or I forgot what they're called. The killer T cells, the, yeah. The killer T's, yeah. They have to eliminate those cells. You know, they're that's like a sign. If like certain cells uh, are are like a negative kind of, they automatically have to kill them off in order for the body to uh, stay healthy. And yeah, not get sick, and stay yeah. healthy and and all that kind of stuff. So, um, a lot of people. I heard that a lot of people didn't really. Uh, like that whole thing of you know the cancer cell being um, sympathetic because it had like it had kind of a sad story and and you did feel sympathy for it because of of its backstory and how you know all the t-cells were killing the the of like the rest of the the tumor cells and stuff yeah, because so. they were cells that were mutated, and they were killing them, and they were like little kids, and they were yeah. like, we don't know yeah. why you're doing this to us, and it was kind of yeah. sad. But, like, yeah, you actually get cancer in your body, like, every week. It's just yeah. that it, nothing comes of it because your killer T-cells go in there and kill it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was fucking weird. It, but, it, um, yeah, that was actually a sad episode. Mm-hmm. But, no, it's cool, though. I just wish. Like, I, I learned I, shit. I just really want this show to have a dub i hope it does i really want it to have a dub because all these big words and stuff like like these scientific words. the mitochondria is a powerhouse of the cell <laughs> god damn it. that's all i know it, I would, it would be so helpful if it had a dub yeah so everyone's so. talking about the mitochondria okay i'm over here talking about the endoplasmic reticulum okay <laughs> <laughs> which is now i'm just thinking brings... of sim city <laughs> reticulated <laughs> swines <laughs> But yeah, it was cool. The inside of the body was represented as like this big, huge, almost like mall city structure, and uh, it f- the main characters that follows is a red blood cell and a white blood cell, and it's cool and because all of them look the epi- same, don't they? Each of the blood cells. They yeah, have s- for the most part. I mean, all of them, all of them, like the white blood cells are all white. Obviously, like they all have you know white skin, white hair, uh, dead eyes. Because you know they have to kill bacteria and viruses and everything, but they all like they all have like slight distinct 
um, appearances. Same thing with the with the red blood cells. They're all wearing the same uniform, except they have like some some of the red blood cells are are men, and some of them are women, and some of them have long hair, some of them have short hair. Yeah, the red so, blood cells were a little more distinguishable from each other. the The way you could tell the main white blood cell apart was that his bangs cover one covers one, one of his one eyes. One eye. Yeah. Yeah. His name was White Blood Cell U one one four six. So, but yeah. Anyway, cells at work is really good. You want to get edumacated watch on the it. human body <laughs> and how a human body works. You might as well just watch Hatsune Saibo cells at work. I Our, want to see an episode on sperm cells. Like someone, some dude's just nutting. God, Nick. <laughs> it turns out the uh, the character is in a hentai, and you know how in hentai, like they just there's like gallons of sperm. <laughs> God, what is the, your the problem? cells are just panicking? They're like, oh, we have to make more. <laughs> what the? F- I want to see that. Uh, so now, <laughs> God damn, you always gotta ruin it with like your fucking. Vag talk humor, you know that? Like fucking. <laughs> I just want to see an episode of them nutting. I just want to see <laughs> nut. What? <laughs> what nut? Um, our number seven. Speaking of nut, animation nut. Uh, Violet Evergarden. You're probably wondering, like, Ugh, that's a little low. But like I said earlier, um, great, great soundtrack, obviously, right? Great animation. Um, but like, a lot of it was not as like. Like the the way the story paced and it was executed, um, it kind of it kind of dragged on a little bit. It was a little slow, but like the really good parts were really good. Yeah, the um, highs were like ten out of ten, and the lows were like eh, average. <laughs> so yeah. it's not our number one for that reason. Yeah, if every but episode I mean, was like as good as episode ten and episode five, there's like a few scattered ones in there. Then like then it would be number one, easily, hands down. Yeah. This is also one of the ones that Netflix kind of grabbed a hold of as it was coming out too, so it's on Netflix now. Even if you want to watch it, still if you haven't yet, yeah, I and think it's everyone. Of, it's one of the Netflix dubs it. that I would I would recommend watching the sub over the dub. I don't think I watched. I don't think I watched the dub. Was yeah, the dub not good? Well, uh, no, I wouldn't say that. It's just like sometimes, like with these female voice actresses they just like fuck it up somehow it's like they miscast them slightly or like their voice sounds mm. a little too deep or something mm. i don't know maybe i'm misremembering but i do remember liking the subtitle there but anyway um yeah violet evergarden 10 out of 10 animation i would say f- four of the episodes were like 10 out of 10 <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the rest of them kind of ho- you know hovered around there hovered around like six out of ten mm-hmm. um it started a little slow so people were a little bit worried about that but then like once they hit episode i would say episode five i think was like the turning point with the princess yep that was like that was great so yeah and the one the one with the uh the episode with like the father and the lake and the daughter you guys remember that one that one i yeah. think is my favorite one. that's like probably the best one that's probably my favorite one um yeah, that one the, the like like Nick said like the the high highs like it gets you emotionally you're invested and I think some of the episodes where it, where it shows her past too like her flashbacks and stuff those some of those got me too for sure um 
but yeah, man, the animation is whew, a lot. Blob sweat emoji right here. Nut. Nick, in the show notes, when we get to this part, put just put the blob sweat emoji right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, dog, Violet Evergarden. D- Danny, you finished it, right? You watched mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really good, but there's really not that much to say. Um, no, there's a lot to say. We just don't have time. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's we just covered like, it in the seasonal episodes too. So, yeah, I don't know. For me, there's it just wasn't, uh, and I finished it obviously, but like, yeah, it wasn't as enjoyable as we thought it was going to be, and we hyped it up a lot, like when we saw the trailer and stuff, obviously. But well, it's because the trailer me, was like, I think the trailer was almost the best part of the show. <laughs> But that's, like, yeah, and that's but that's like a I'm super just, high bar. Like, you can't even like that's impossible to, to get to get that. I'm just saying, for me personally, I don't have much to say about it because of that, you know. Yeah. Excuse uh, me. Moving on, yeah. Megalo Box at number six. Mm. Gearless Joe. This by the Bones? the fiftieth. No, it's at, um, it's actually by uh, uh, TMS Entertainment. Oh, TMS. There we go. It is the fiftieth uh, anniversary of um, the Ashitano Joe project. It's it was called the fiftieth anniversary Ashitano Joe project, and it's not it's not actually Joe from the original uh, you know Ashitano Joe. It's like but a sequel, kind of, sort of. It's it's like a it's, yeah. It's actually I don't even know about that really. It's just like a. It's just like a legacy kind of story to Joe the Boxer. Tomorrow's Joe. The legend of success Joe. But um yeah, it's there's there's this uh thing called megaloboxing where you wear like this gear around your arms and back and your and it goes into your gloves. And it's called megaloboxing and Junk Dog is an underground boxer, but he wants to start boxing for real for real because basically in the beginning all he's doing is throwing matches he's getting paid to throw matches and get knocked the fuck out and he keeps going up to his uh his manager and coach you know gansaku and he's just like bro i want to box for real i'm tired of this bullshit yeah and so they go along and and he's like the underdog the whole story yeah um and then he he actually goes gearless for most of the anime like yeah basically the whole anime yeah (laughs) Um. Yeah, the the one thing I'll say is like I just felt like this one ended like a little bit abruptly. I don't know if that was just me. Um, mm, what like what do you mean? Like the last fight. I mean, I don't know how uh, else they would I mean, have done it, but like I just feel like when I want to see that la- what the the last fight, I want to be more epic. I want that to be like Naruto style, where it's just like two episodes long. <laughs> You know what? Um, I kind of was expecting that too because the last fight was just the last episode. Yeah, I and think, it was right? only like part of it, and it was like, "Whoa, that was fast." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It it had a lot of good drama going on between the manager and the the little little kid, the the orphan kid, um, Sachio, and then Joe, because like he's getting beat up all the time, and he's got to keep going back, and you know. He has to he has to keep trying to face like tougher opponents to get into the the final tournament. So you know it's just like a, it's pretty it's a really straightforward sports show I would say. Um, 
So if you've never like watched a sports anime, this is a good place to start. So short, sweet, good. Yeah. And the animation um, too, like they paid homage to like those older shows. They like purposely animated it at like a different like a in the old style, so it would it would look like that. Yeah. The art style like and animation. Lower resolution style. or something too, so Yeah, it was weird. a little more bold. Bold bold outlines, that kind of thing. Fucking sick show though. Definitely watch it. I think a lot of people liked it. I know we the three of us liked it. So Megalobox was our number seven or number six. Uh our number five though. Ooh. SSSSS Gridman. SSSSSSSS Nickman. This actually didn't have like it wasn't as hype on the on the fall list, but and I, and and we talked about it a lot on our fall. Yeah, this is me and Sam's anime of the season that season. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't want to get into it too much. I think you guys can just go listen to that and and well, hear us talk about it. But yeah, it's it's it, Studio Trigger's apology for Darling in the Franks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> they literally, hey, hey, hey. you know, like the the Trigger staff. I heard like would go to conventions and apologize for Franks <laughs> because, like, the thing is, they weren't even involved with with that with Darling in the Franks for like the whole production of it. And they got overruled by by A one and the director of of the show, that's what I heard. So like Trigger consulted on, it, and everyone thought it was like, oh, this is only a Trigger show, but n- no, it was A one Cloverworks that did most of Frank's. That's like mostly the reason why it wasn't as good as most Trigger shows. Yeah, because there was like a bunch of hands in that bitch. But yeah. Um, anyway, Gridman. This is another one. It's kind of like the Megalobox where they're paying homage to like an older property with with uh, with Gridman. Mm-hmm. The Tokusatsu show Hyper Aging Gridman, or in America it was called Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Yeah, and which and, only uh, lasted like ten episodes. We mentioned yeah. it before, but Akane, the uh, main girl, she's like she's like the hero and the villain at the same time, and it's just it's crazy. It's kind of crazy what happens in the show, and she's like a ton of character development. So. And it's really, really, really well directed too. So, definitely uh, high Akira, recommends to that. Akira Amamiya was the director, and he did Excel World, Black Rock Shooter. Um, if you've never seen Black Rock Shooter, though, legit. Um, Blood Plus, Darling. He he even did like some key animation for Darling, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's animation. And, uh, he was directing though. And he oh yeah, and but he was the director to Inferno Cop. <laughs> One of the best anime of the decade. <laughs> best anime we'll see it next year on our list. <laughs> and he was an assistant director on Kill a Kill. So wow, we might actually um, put Infernal Cop on that list. <laughs> I I would I would I want I'm not. Depends how many we're right doing. Now. Depends how many are we doing. Fifty hundred. We'll figure it out anyway. We'll do fifty. We'll do hundred. We'll just do hundred and put the first fifty as Infernal Cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a proper tribute. <laughs> but yeah, fucking uh, Gridman, dude. Very sick. I love it. Um. Uh, Danny, I don't think Danny watched. Danny's it, not right? a robot girl. She couldn't get into it because that's why we. Re- that's why we recommended Junjo Robotica. <laughs> oh yeah, in our in our monkey pod episode. <laughs> Which, by the way, I mentioned that you guys didn't pick us like a a sports category, like like what type of sport. They oh, were that's true. We play. fucked up. We should have made the Max play sports. I think every, people they were doing curling. Yeah, if we had like the mechs playing like fucking tennis or some shit or curling, like 
That'd be dope. I, I would have voted honestly, for that. Honestly, honestly, like... Water I, polo. I probably... Oh my god, no. <laughs> that'd be like submarine kind of shit. Submarine mechs. Dude, I'm that'd just thinking look, of... Actually, that'd be kind of cool. I'm just reminded of Gunbuster, where the robot is doing laps. <laughs> and they're doing, like, push-ups with their fucking robots. <laughs> you remember that song, right? <laughs> God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, you should watch Gridman, though. I think, um, that's the thing. I think Danny would still like it, because it's really more about Akane than anything else. Um, You don't necessarily don't need know. to understand all the Gridman references, because I've never seen Gridman, so anyway. No, and even for someone like me, who did know all those references, you know, me and Nick both enjoyed it for its own merits, and I think that's important. Yeah, I so. knew that they were doing a reference, I just didn't like directly no i'd be like oh that's a reference <laughs> but hell yeah, yeah dog hell yeah dog Old uh, i'm in her dog i'm in her dog i'm in her dog i'm in her dog i'm in her all dog. right moving on number four hinamatsuri surprised that this one is so high like this is a good one Man, an- animation on this show is actually top two i think but yeah, we all no, just kind like, of agreed that it was generally good that's why it's this high the, these next four yeah definitely were because they were just generally good um hinamatsuri although it being a comedy about uh um, Nita. Well, it's a comedy and a drama, and a like a supernatural slice of life. Yeah, and it's by Studio Feel, okay, or Feel Dot or Feel Period, whatever Feel. Um, I feel you about about this alien girl Hina with, you know, psychokinetic powers, just randomly portaling into Nita's apartment, and then he now he has to take care of her, and it was just like, and then other people following her to come come find her and bring her back, like Anzu and Mao. Yeah, it almost shit. reminds me of Tokyo Godfathers a little bit. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a weird way, yeah, for some yeah. reason. And and as Nick mentioned earlier, with his best guy pick, Nita is like, you know, Yakuza, and he does like the the merchandising and money laundering and shit. But anyway. Oh, and sorry, and the, another couple, Mob Psycho and Kobayashi. Like, that's what this show is kind of similar to if you think about it. I, you know what? That's a actually a really great like fusion comparison yeah, yeah i'm actually, just looking at the recommendations sure. page on mal <laughs> yeah but no but still though but like yeah hina gets him into all this other fucking shit and he just has he's there's even one episode where he kicks her out yeah <laughs> he kicks like, her out. dude <laughs> I, know, I love she's... how she's such a deadpan like the deadpan lolly is i'll say it again i'll say it, i said it once i'll say it again deadpan lolly best character archetype in all fiction god <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the, there was there was really great um, moments. There was even articles on a lot of mainstream article websites about the episode with Anzu being homeless. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was like pointing touching. out, yeah, pointing out the homelessness issue in Japan and just the homelessness issue in the world in general. Um, it was really cool. That was a really cool episode, and it was really touching, and uh, it got you to 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 feel empathetic, which I think more of the world needs. So. That's really important. And and it was just really funny. Beautifully animated also. Oh, Directed dude. by Keo Oikawa, by the, the way. The battle. So. Remember with Hina versus Anzu, the psychic battle? Where, like, yeah, her yeah, cheek yeah. is, like, flapping in the wind and stuff? Yeah. Like, that was, like, Asobase-esque, except with better animation. Yeah, Nita was like, okay, Anzu, if you win this, then you can take her back. If not, you got to leave us alone, right? And it's like, you got to make your opponent face that direction with your fucking powers. But like yeah, Hina is just like, like whiplash. Like. 
Yeah, you hear her neck crack as Hanzu's <laughs> neck like turns because Hina's power is just like abnormally like strong. Like yeah. it's just it's way stronger than anyone else's, any of the other girls that come and uh display the same power. But yeah, dude, it's <laughs> that's the most there when she turns her, when she turns Anzu, she also like rolls across like the ground for like miles. Yeah. And it's just like the animation's like really good. It's like all this dirt's just like rolling up and dude, that was their Sakuga oh, moment right there. Sakuga moment, dude. And yeah, uh, Danny. Any any that? comments, Danny? On what? Sorry, I mean Hinamatsuri. We're out. talking over you a little bit, sorry. We're popping off, sorry, yeah. Um Hinamatsuri uh, it was funny at the uh for when it when it came out and stuff. Um definitely loved those like WTF moments, especially in the bar. Um Oh god, their I, facial I expressions. Keep... Yeah, I keep forgetting. Hitomi. Uh, Hitomi, yeah. yeah. Like, Whenever she was, was afraid just... of getting caught, like she, her mouth would just fall open. She'd be like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'd be like breathing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, I think the first time uh, when they went out and stuff um, to, like, what was it? The ladies' bar or something like that. Oh, the and, girly and bar. Hitomi, the girly bar, yeah, and had told me was all like, I don't know if I should be out here or something, and and like, then all of a sudden she like got her job and stuff, and like how how her thought process was going on while all that all that chaos was going on and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, how like she would think, you know, I shouldn't really tell my parents that I'm actually working at a bar. You know, I have all this money saved up. And I think she, like, set a number on how much money she has saved. And she's like, well, I guess this can pay for college. Yeah. And she's, like, 14 <laughs> or something working at a Yeah, bar. she's, like, 12 <laughs> or something. Yeah. Because um, That's, like, totally school. illegal, number one. Oh, yeah. Like child, well, she's saying she's child child garden. There you go. That's all you need. Old, she's older <laughs> yeah, than Mume. Like... Mume killed zombies. If you're old enough to kill Mume, zombies, dude. you're old enough to be a bartender. You don't love to kill zombies. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Hinamatsuri is is good. The, each character's kind of got their own little thing in it, and it's it's really good. Um, yeah. So our number that was our number four. Okay, our number three. Netflix once again. This uh, fucking Delman Crybaby, uh, Studio Science Saru, Masaki by the, Yuasa, the one and only Masaki, the Yuasa. legendary. But this was a Netflix. This was like a straight up Netflix thing, right? Like it's only on Netflix. Right? Yes, it aired, yeah. uh, and they dropped it all at once too. And they, they did yeah. the thing. They did it the right way, where it's like you don't have to wait six months for it to come out, like Kakaguri. With whereas like Kakaguri Compulsive Gambler, like that one, it's like technically airing weekly in Japan, but then Netflix holds it hostage for half a year, and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, no, this was like a Netflix discussion. Ex- this was like made for Netflix, so it dropped all at once. Let's just like, yeah, like, it was you know, made oranges to and new black too. and all that shit. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, and like, so, yeah, Masaki Yuasa is like he's like a legendary modern director. He's, in my opinion, he's, in my opinion, he's the best like current director we have that's like still working on stuff because like obviously Miyazaki's pretty much retired and all that, 
and like Satoshi Kon is dead and you know you, you have all these old directors from the past that aren't going anymore but then Masaki Wasa he's like the new guard you know he's got a lot of classic stuff that'll be on our anime of the decade list um but like Devil Man Crybaby he puts his own spin on the Devil Man franchise so like Devil Man itself was what from the 70s like by a, by going a guy going a guy yeah. yeah another legend like going a guy basically invented like fucking everything like <laughs> he he was the guy you know how Mortal Kombat came out and that's how they that how they came up with the video game rating system he was the guy doing that with anime in Japan like yeah like people were like protesting against it and shit and um, yeah and actually going a guy was at Anime Expo this past year um, oh yeah. But it was like uh, it, the the way that the Japanese sometimes do with their like um, creator like signings and stuff like that is like it's it's really dumb sometimes like because apparently with Gona Guy like they had you could get something signed from him but it had to be merchandise that you bought at that convention like a del- specifically a Cutie Honey merchandise from uh, from the 2018 show. <laughs> so God, like, that was so terrible. And like you, yeah, they wouldn't let him. You know, you couldn't really talk to him or meet him or anything, and like, you would just have like hand them your thing. It was, and it was like a lottery system too. Like you'd pay money to get into a lottery, and you might get something signed. And it's just like, oh man, <laughs> I wish they, I wish there was a better way to do it. Um, Nick's convention rants. There you go. It's a new section we're doing on our show. Yeah, uh, I know that the <laughs> AWO podcast had a whole spiel on that. They gave like better details for it, but. Um, if I had to give my biggest disappointment of 2018, it would be the Cutie Honey. It would be that Cutie Honey show. That's over sure. progressive. Oh, okay, that's true. It it they tie. How about that? Okay. Well, it's, nah, it's progressive's very... worse. Progressive's worse. Yeah, I, I didn't have expectations for it, but anyway, yeah. But like, um, like Devil Man Crybaby. I know, like Danny didn't love it as much as me and Sam did. Um, and even I, I understand that it had a lot of flaws. Um the pacing at the end was kind of a little bit too fast. The, uh, yeah, they kind of, they had a little bit of a, kind of felt of, a little uh, rushed. Yeah. And, and the, and the thing with, uh, Rio, the, the main, uh, one of the main characters, like he, he, his character was a little bit, it was strangely, uh, characterized a couple of times. It, but that's the thing. Like the thing with devil man though, is like, it's not really about the characters so much. Like we mentioned it. Um, Mm-hmm. Because going a guy, his characters are just like so ridiculous. Like it's weird. A lot, a lot of like the really strong characters from anime that we remember aren't actually from these really old shows. Um, because like a lot of the old stuff is just like the concept of it and like just going to one extreme or the other. I'm generalizing. It's not you know. There's exceptions to it, like Rose of Versailles and Shida no Joe. But like a lot of it, like Mazinger Z, like go, going a guy made. It's like, dude, you don't. It's not about the characters, dude. It's like it's the fucking robots, like the cool shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah! And with like Devil Man, it's all about like the that end of you know the 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 apocalyptic feeling to it, you know, and like just the extreme circumstances. So the atmosphere, yeah, and just like yeah. how fucked up people can can end up being and stuff, um, and like how how like deep and dark and evil and stuff can get. So like. That's more of what it's about. I'm not going into this expecting Evangelion or Berserk, you know. And those, I mean, you mentioned that before. Those two were direct influences on, or from, they were influenced by Devilman. Um, but yeah, like, and the sound, we mentioned it too, the soundtrack for Crybaby, 
one of the best, you know, I would say one of the best anime soundtracks ever. Um, directing's really good. Like, the in Sam, you were talking about the animation. They had, like, re, you know, the character designs weren't super detailed like Violet Evergarden, but they, they moved so fluidly. Yeah. Like, especially in episode one when they're, like, battling the demons and, and like... The nightclub scene, yeah. Yeah, the nightclub scene. There's like people are just like fucking and like getting eviscerated at the same time, <laughs> and it's like holy shit! Oh my god, dude, <laughs> fucking. Yeah. In the in that Devilman movie, that movie that was kind of like a reboot of it too, or a retelling of it. That that nightclub scene is in that one too, and this was a great tribute to that scene, also. And it was just like, it was done so well. Um but yeah, I, I like adding to what Nick said about the atmosphere. I would say another anime that's similar to that is uh, *Reign the Conqueror*, um, which is about Alexander the Great and you know uh, the conquering of Macedonia and stuff like that. But they use this this ominous feeling that Alexander the Great is actually the devil king and he's going to bring the end of the universe and whatever and all this shit. It was crazy. But yeah, *Devilman Crybaby* is is pretty cool. It's very sick. Uh, Misaki Yuasa is awesome for taking on something that is kind of a big deal, kind of a classic and being yeah. able to make what he made on the shoulders of giants. Like a one, one legend directing another legend's property. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. Like devil man Crybaby isn't even Yuasa's best show or best work. Like at all. There's like at least two or three others that are better. So, Right. That's that's the crazy part. Like once we get to the anime decade list, I'm I'm like really excited for that now. But like ne- in 2020, Yuasa is gonna be up there for sure. Like you'll see. So, um, hell yeah, yeah. Uh, our number two was actually after the raid. This is another surprising so good. one. <laughs> this so is a good show. Amagari no Yuni. Love um, it. This is we should, we should let Danny start on this one. Wit Studio, yeah, dude. Because we ahead. talked over, over Double Man. <laughs> yeah, we were, yeah, we were popping off. Sorry. Um, uh, I mean, Sam, you can help me with this. So. Yeah, Danny really loved this one, though. So I mean, just like um, I really loved it too. This was so. just like a light-hearted, uh, pedophile-esque done right, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> but that's not what it was at all, though. That's just what people. I know. It was. No, of course it. it you know that's just the that's just the trolley title or the trolley plot of it um cuz it's not even a romance it says it's a romance but like but it's more i want to say it's more of a slice of life to be quite it's honest. like an anti romance almost mm. cuz like yeah yeah that's not really it's weird cuz like it it almost it's like a lost in translation thing the the movie lost in translation with uh, bill murray and scarlett johansson mhm it's basically the same idea as that I can't really have an opinion on that because I've never seen Lost in tra- Translation. Well, you got an older guy and a younger so, woman, and they both. No, I under. I mean, I understand that aspect. Uh, the thing is, like, but... they both are like kind of dissatisfied with their place in the world, and they're trying to find, you know, their passion and like what they want to do. Mm. That's okay. sim- that's what this is doing. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, but honestly, like. When I was watching this, I really wanted uh, Akira to go back to track, because you can tell in her in her face, you know, like every time 
she was watching the track and field team uh, practice and stuff. She she was just like looking in afar, and her best friend is all like, "You should come back. Like, when are you coming back?" And even the doctor was saying like, "Uh oh, you can start physical therapy now." And she's all like, "No, I'm not going to." And it's like, "Why?" <laughs> Come on, I want to see you. I want to see you run. <laughs> that was part of what time off. That that was kind of what powered the the main plot though, which was her gravitating toward her boss at the restaurant. You know, yeah. Kondo, yeah. Mister Kondo, yeah. and how their quote unquote Best love dad ever. I love him. Kind of formed, yeah. <laughs> um, but you put but a little it was respect a bit... on Nita's name. Yeah, put a little respect. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but like it was kind of it was innocent, you know what I mean? It wasn't it's like super innocent, and it was so. Uh, what's the word am I looking for? So humble, you know, oh, like understated. His... It wasn't like a melodrama. Yeah, and, yeah. But like even even uh, Kondo, he his his just his personality in general was very humble. Um. Even even when uh, Akira um, confessed that she liked him and everything, and he's all like, you know, you're young. Uh, I understand um, how you feel and everything, but like, it, this can never happen. You know, right? And it it very well could have turned into one of those like messed up yeah messed up pedoey kind of feels but but like but it didn't and it kind of was just like it was exploring that innocent kind of love and the reasons why they gravitated toward each other you know yeah Um, like nick said because they were in a place in their lives where they weren't feeling they were just like discomplete yeah they were incomplete Yeah. yeah yeah you had it right incomplete but they found content in each other, and it was just kind of like well, like not even in each other. It's like they kind. It was almost like a temporary friendship, like, and that's what I like. Where they, they like helped each other move on, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they realize it's like this isn't going to work in the long term, obviously. So like you know we we helped each other out, and now we can go forward. Like that's the good part about yeah. it. Not only that, mm-hmm. um, you know, you even saw the struggles that. Um, Kondo Kondo-san had um you know with his kid and his writing even you know like we didn't even know that he was a writer until like maybe later into the episodes where uh his friend came into play and he was a really famous writer and stuff so and you notice that Kondo-san was uh writing writing a novel well, like in the process of writing a novel and stuff like that um you saw uh, you saw that kind of side and and even at the uh like the book fair i want to say like kind of or like the the that flea market esque type of area where like there was used books and stuff and mm-hmm. um you saw like uh his hobbies like what he likes and stuff so that was really nice really nice to see uh especially in an older character kind of and that's that's in a way what i kind of liked about this show is that you have like a main character was a very old character mm-hmm. uh for as an age, uh, age difference you know he's 45 so that's really old for a main for a main character at least in a in a in a show 
And oh. she was 17, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. to be yeah. fair, we should clarify, that's not, like, pedophilia. That's just fucking weird. Underage. <laughs> yeah. Underage. Yeah, because, like, Uzamade Uza Uza made would be would be that category. Remember, because, yeah, like, yeah. that girl was, like, <laughs> yeah. eight or something. But 17 is way different. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. to clarify. Let's you just know. clarify. There's that, a gradient. Yeah. You know, there's a gradient of how wrong it gets. And, you know, anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. there's a little bit mm-hmm. of nuance to it. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it, and nuance is definitely important. Um, Especially these days. Everyone's just like one extreme or the other. It's like, no, well. Yeah, no. Treat everything some discussion nuance, to yeah. be had. <laughs> right, yeah. So, and even, um, this, even the animation. The bad things, obviously, but. Yeah, even for this animation too. Again, this had this nice like old school uh, art style to it, especially yeah. Wit Studio uh, is Tachibana. This was by yeah, that- Studio Wit, which I think they did. They did Steinsgate, I think. Um, uh, Wit Studio, I believe see. so. They did. They did Attack on Titan. Oh, Attack on uh, Titan! Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Bone Bone Daddy. Bone Daddy. Bone Daddy. Oh yeah, the and um, just brought Attack on Titan. Attack on Trains. They did Rolling Girls. Rolling Girls actually had some cool animation. It wasn't like the best show. I love that show. It wasn't the best show, yeah. but it had a very nice, humble. That was like, one of the first seasonal cute shows. Cute girls watched. doing cute things, kind of thing. Um, Most, mostly Attack on Titan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they did the but. movie. Wits did the movie Hal. I don't know if you guys saw that movie, but that movie no. is really. I'm just thinking oh, of uh, 2001 Space sad. Odyssey. That movie's very sad. Oh, dude, very they emotional. did. They did that new Pokemon movie. That's crazy. Oh, the the whatever the Power of Us or whatever it's called, and they're doing Vinland Saga. So there you go. Oh shit! Um, and they Saga did the screams. fucking. Right. They did the fucking Star Fox. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Who <laughs> Star Fox? Star Fox. That's what matters. <laughs> Star Fox Johnson. Star Fox uh, Johnson. Star Fox Johnson. <laughs> Could you oh, imagine yeah. Star Wolf rolling in? I can't let you do that, Star Fox Johnson. <laughs> yeah, fucking Peppy. What are you saying? You're not saying anything. Anyway, with studio. I can't get um, these guys off me. They're doing. They're they're animating. Um, Ben, did you mention this song that they're I just doing? Binland yeah. Saga. Yeah. yeah. You guys keep yeah, yeah. repeating stuff. <laughs> Everyone yelling, everyone yelling, Nick. And you're repeating some, Danny. It's like the human centipede. <laughs> Hashtag repeating on the Ew. podcast. Sorry. Ew, that's gross. And um, I had diarrhea the other day, so you guys are going to get a mouthful. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Why did you have to, like, make that public? Why did you have to announce that? No one wants uh, to that. That might be fake. Maybe it's a joke. You don't know. It might be a bit. Maybe. Ew. To Nick's credit, it was only a little bit of diarrhea, all right? <laughs> it was mostly um, gas. <laughs> our number- <laughs> oh, God. I like how we went from after the rain to diarrhea. Okay, anyway. Well, that's yeah. our number two. Oh, dude, it's I almost picked show. after the rain for my ED, for my best ED. And True OP, that. actually. That had a really good OP and ED. I so. loved the, oh, the OP for after the rain. It was so hard picking picking an OP. Yeah, there's a lot of good so ones. good ones. There's a lot of good ones. But, I mean... We had to go with Kokoku, so mm-hmm. there was no. really no other option. No. Mm-hmm. Sam agrees. No, um, I don't. I just like Miyavi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I never watched that show. I should watch it, Kokoku. Before um, we say number one, three guesses, audience. 
We'll give you. <laughs> we'll give you a minute. I'll here. give you to the count of say, <laughs> say, say, say. Daisuki. <laughs> Our number one is Asobi Asabase. Quickly, tag yourself. Which girl are you? I'm Olivia. So I'm uh, you, the glasses girl, because Danny's Hanako. Yeah, I'm Kasumi. Wait, how am I Hanako, though? That's your favorite uh, one. Okay, fine. Pick another mean, one. No, I mean, I just want to know, like, opinions on, like, how I'm Hanako, though. Just Actually, because, I would, pro- I would just, probably be Hanako. <laughs> I feel like you would be more of the Hanako. I would definitely no, be No, actually, I don't know. You're kind of a bullshitter, though, so Olivia is definitely more your personality. Also, I'm Maybe. white. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm white as well, but yeah, that, that I, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, all these Tag anime yourself. characters are Japanese anyway, so it's like... <laughs> um, yeah, Asobi Asabase Workshop of Fun, it aired... Summer 2018, and it was by Studio Lurch, based on a manga. So uh, good. It's just about these three girls. One of them is an American transfer student named Olivia. Oh, my God. The director did Angel Beats. <laughs> and Assassination oh Classroom. Yeah, Seiji Kishi. Carnival Phantasm. Oh, a few fate shows. Because the directing in the show was, was really funny at times. Um Suki Gakirai. Yeah, there you go. Suki Gakirai. I love, a lot of people love that one. This is where I, when anytime you hear me go, Sugoi. Yeah, that's a new thing now. That's like This show was definitely the most recommended show that I, that I would give to people. You know, people would ask me, Danny, what, you know, do you have any recommendations? And I always say Asobi Asobase as my first show that I recommend to everybody and everyone comes back to me and says dingo this is the best thing i've ever watched <laughs> that's surprising because like it's except, a comedy show so some people it's like hit or miss sometimes yeah except mm. for for my best friend because i told her to watch this but like she she's super picky with her shows like she doesn't want high school um shows like she mm-hmm. she can't she can't stand like that kind of plot of anime. She she doesn't she she said that she can't relate to them, quote unquote. But like there are some good uh high school related anime that you can relate to the Yeah, like K-On. Like yeah. Shit. You know. Yeah, but like My Hero Academia, yeah. She's just super picky. <laughs> she's a freaking hipster about it, so. She's a bitch. <laughs> I love her, though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's like, I'll talk shit about Danny's such a She's such a Brita, if you've ever watched Community. <laughs> oh, Community. Man. No, so we also bossed it, though. It's just ridiculous. It's all over the place. It's And the each best. episode's got, like, two or... Is it two or three? It's like, each episode's got, each like, three. Each episode has two... No, each episode has two uh, scenarios that's going on. It's like SpongeBob, yeah. Yeah. Where it's got, like, two, yeah. Oh, A plot, yeah. B plot? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, these girls, they start a uh, uh, a club where it's the pastimes they club. Fun. They just play. They just yeah, bullshit. The, That's it. The pastimes <laughs> club where they're trying to discover pastime games and stuff like that. But they, literally, they it's play just like, them bullshitting the whole time. Yeah, crazy games with like weird stakes, like the shoe kicking game. The the one yeah, that the that Hanako made up, where she's like she makes up her own board game and they have to do like humiliating tasks. <laughs> 
Like they like, go in front of the teacher and like posing as Sailor Moon, and they like they shoot him with a with a Kamehameha, and he like oh yeah, and he, he's like, and he kind of like he goes along with it too, yeah. Um, the one, there is the also one... some Persona Five references. Oh my god! So <laughs> the best part the one though is just like get... the faces. The one that still gets me is the pool one in the first episode. Oh, where the teacher, teacher, like, drinks it? (laughs) Yeah, and he's just like, uh, actually, one of us had an accident, and he, like, drinks it. (laughs) He's like, I tasted it, and it doesn't taste like urine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But, like, when before that, when they were in the pool, Hanako is, like, and and Kasumi are in it. And Kasumi's got, like, the biggest boobs out of all of them. Oh, yeah, I remember this part. Yeah, yeah. So Hanako is looking at him, and she's like, wait, are your boobs, like, natural or whatever? And she's like... I don't know. And that's when she goes, Sugon. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking funny. Like, the way these girls interact with each other. And, the like, Olivia's just... the only one with body odor because she's white. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real thing. A lot of Asian people don't have, like, BO. Or at least Dude, not fucking... bad. Dude, shout out to Trisha. She doesn't shower for, like, a week at a time, and she doesn't stink. Like, she doesn't have sweat glands. Mm, it's fucking weird. I would smell I like know. ass. I would smell Dude, like have... sweat and poop. I got to shower every day because I smell like smoky. Smoky stinks. <laughs> yeah, fucking smoky, dude. It fucking stinks, dude. Anyway. God, I smell so bad. I'm disgusting. I don't even know how to describe this show or like how to say it to you. You just have to watch it. Like It's, it's just, just like a super to... absurd comedy. Like If you've ever like had that group of friends that you just hang around every day during high school or even now that you just bullshit with doing nothing all the time, it this is like- some. Yeah, yeah. aka <laughs> well, it's like, aka us three. It's like, like uh, the re- the mal recommendations are really good. Uh, Daily Lives of High School Boys, that's a really popular one. Nietzsche Joe, obviously, Plastic Nissan. Oh, Nietzsche Joe, yeah. Osmonga Dio, Golden Boy, which we've mentioned. Uh, Aho Girl, Take You, like all of these are pretty good examples of it. They somebody recommended Kakaguri, but. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess makes some sense because like they do like these crazy Ahagao faces and like they play these death games. Um, Pop Team Epic recommended right on there. Hmm, I wonder why. Okay. Got a great show recommended, but not on our list. That's fine. Um. Yeah. So there you go. That's our cumulative top ten of the anime summies of 2018. Summies. I love that. The summies. So let's take let's take this opportunity just for a little bit here to kind of mention some of the ones that. That we would have put in our top ten, but we didn't because they were either sequels, shonens, or shorts, or uh, because the other hosts didn't vote them in because uh, can't all have good taste. I don't care. Um, I my my extra list is kind of smaller, so I'm just gonna go through mine real quick. Um, Working Buddies and Skullface Johnson. The reason is because they're short. So, uh, Working Buddies though is because Catface Johnson, fucking <laughs> the. Uh, uh, Kuhiko, the the gray cat, he's a Russian blue cat. He's based off of Smokey. He's and if you if you tell me that he's not, you obviously have not done your research. Google the royalty check is in the mail for Smokey. The royalty check is in the mail. They already ta- I already talked to them about it, so shut up. Um, and if you're asking where I get the checks from, you don't know where she goes to a different school. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> you don't even go. Here. Uh, you don't even go here, dude. Uh, Dragon Ball Super, Tournament of Power arc, uh, just, just Dragon Ball Super. My Hero Academia, Food War Season 3, I mentioned those earlier during our sequel things. Um, 
That sounded like one show. My Hero Academia, colon, Food Wars Season 3. <laughs> yeah, colon, Food Wars Season 3. The beginning of the movie, the the game. Um, High Score Girl was on my personal ah, top Yeah, that 10. was a good one, yeah. High I, Score Girl was was pretty good. I remember I like didn't like it as much it when we reviewed it. But um, Sure. I, I think did, it's because you couldn't I, get past the an- the animation. Yeah, I did end up finishing it and it was you know, it was it was a pretty decent show. Yeah, it was decent. The ending was a little abrupt, but it definitely got well because they're making us then a season two. Okay, well there you go. So yeah, a lot um, of people were telling me too, like, oh, Sam, read the manga, but I know if I read it, I won't want to watch the. Yeah, yeah. But for like for fighting gamers like me and Danny, like especially, it was just like that's why I don't get Sam. How do you read Attack on Titan manga when the anime is way better? Because the anime took too long, so I read the fucking. That's true. Manga. They took four years, like an idiot. They took forever, so I. Why fucking would they read wait it. that long? And now I already know everything, so it's like fucking crazy. It's anyway. so f- it's so funny because with High Score Girl, uh, I recommend this. I recommended this show to my friend Richard. Um, Shout out to Richard because he's he's a big he's a huge Street Fighter fan. Huge Street Fighter fan. He loves. Let me, let me tell you, he, he, gave a, he gave you a girl run for her money. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Even though you uninstalled it. Yeah, because I got sick of it. I don't know. I might reinstall it just to play him once. But um, like, but really yeah, good. no. And then like I told him to watch it. I said, yeah, uh, Richard, you need to watch this because this is right up your alley. Um, right up your ass. And, and I told him, I said, you know, there is some CG in it, but just look past it, you know. And... Um, maybe like a couple of days later, he came back to me and said, this is, this is it. This is the best thing. This is it chief. (laughs) And when, and when he, he finished watching it, he's all like, I hate this show. This, this, it, it came, it came out with a cliffhanger and I want more. And then he told me when he, when he saw that, uh, season two was coming out, he's all like, season two needs to get here already. Uh, like he's kind of he was kind of like on a with a withdrawal of it. Yeah, because he the, wants the ki- more. The character development is is really good too. Aside from like the video game marketing and commercials in between. Yeah, it's got the there love were like going. there were video game commercials for modern games in between and shit. But yeah, it gave you some good information about you know, um, when when like the PlayStation came out. And all that kind of stuff. No, yeah, it captured the '90s arcade scene and '90s video game boom yeah. very well. Yeah, very, very yeah. well. Oh, it sounds it like awesome. you guys should have put this in your top ten. Hmm. Some did. I mean, I, I did. did. I did as well. <laughs> oh. Good. That's uh, that's fair because you guys didn't have Pop Team Epic, so. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um. Also, uh, I had Zombieland Saga in my top ten. Yeah, Zombieland Saga and Review Starlight. We're like two idol shows that are like not idol shows. You know what I mean? Like they are, but mm-hmm. they aren't. They're not the typical. Faux, love live. They're faux idol. Yeah, they're like idol plus, basically. I didn't care for Review Starlight. Yeah, I didn't care for Review Starlight. Yeah, either. it had it had a lot of good points, but it was it you know it wasn't as good as Utana. So <laughs> that's I a like high Nick. I like how on Nick's side list he's got Planet With on it on the top as number eleven. You mad? I mean, I am mad. Oh, no, I not, no okay. my number 11 was actually going to be Maho Shoujo site. All right, whatever. Uh, Go ahead, Danny. Sorry, I interrupted. Oh, well, I was going to say, like, Planet With, like, I didn't finish Planet With, but I do like the art design. It's weird. It's it's one of those it. shows where, like, the author 
he like really underplays all of the drama and just moves past it really fast. Yeah. So like in yeah. some ways that's good and in some ways that's bad. It's bad, yeah. But like and like it's the show started a little weird and once you get past the first half then they really zoom into the main story. And the first half mm-hmm. is like they kind of build up to it, but that's why the show doesn't have like a super high rating, but mm-hmm. I think it's worth watching. Like it's a good show. I just couldn't decide if I wanted it in my top 10. And that's honestly and that's saying something because I don't like big robot shows and that's a big robot series god not even <laughs> it kind of is sort of it kind of um, is yeah it's like a shut superpower. Up. it got animals in it. it the big robots are animals speaking of big robot shows hisone tomasotan we mentioned that man dragon pilot i wish that show was better yeah the, the, Same. the first really half was this was either. the opposite of planet with like the first half was really good and then it, it kind of like fell off a bit and then like it had a weird like sexist message in the middle of it or the end of it kind I of. hated that it's like oh yeah. women have to or they can't fall in love if they want to do their job or something <laughs> and it's like okay yeah well. <laughs> it was a little weird um I mean it was still really cute and like well animated and the ma- I really like the main girl because she like she just like talks out she thinks out loud I think that's funny um yeah I think she was kind of she was uh, relatable to a lot of people with anxiety with social anxiety yeah which is kind of nice um, p- that possible uh, tism. She's got the tism a little bit. And this might be on the spectrum, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, I'm also seeing Nick on Nick's list. Gakun Babysitters Bloom Into You. Um, yeah, Danny had that on her list. School Gakun Babysitters. Ba- is school Babysitters. That was, like, my number seven. diabetes in a can. Diabetes in a can. I, I, and I'm glad that Nick told me to watch this because this one – almost went over my head i almost didn't watch it it's like rugrats but less of a mind fuck it's, it's more so cute, cute though yeah. the babies are so adorable i yeah, love it it's ridiculously cute and then there's uh yuru camp which is just like Iyashike slice of life healing show a lot of people really like those types of shows For i kind of i low-key want to watch that Aria. one i didn't finish that one either yeah, your camp's good. Like it's just like it's really relaxing. If you just need to relax, that's it's a good one to go to. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Bloom into you, good romance. Uh, last one I'll mention. Can we, Maho Shoujo. Can we talk? What? Uh, oh, you 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 took the words right out of my oh, mouth. Okay, I was Maho Shoujo. Say, let's talk about raising yeah, project. About just kidding. <laughs> Maho Shoujo site. <laughs> Magical girl site. In this one was like really ultra edgy. It's like Madoka taken to another extreme. Where they have like it's, these girls who just want to—they're all suicidal and they just want to kill themselves. And so, like, it's not that yeah. good. It's really not that good. It, but it's it not. Starts, it, it's like bad and good at the same time. That's why I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's I'm so extreme and melodramatic, and like way over the top. But like that's what makes it good. That it makes it memorable. But it's bad at the same time. Yeah, the but people are just despicable. Like they're monsters. <laughs> they're horrible. <laughs> Especially the brother. Like the brother. Shit. Ugh. gross. it he starts out like the main girl. Up. She's getting bullied at school and like really bullied, like like physically, like horribly. The, and then and then when she comes home at night, and her brother. Her oh brother my god, beats that's the, the thing that's, that's the thing it's that so gets me up, so like, mad about this show is that the yeah. main character is getting physically and and like physically and emotionally abused, and her parents don't even see it. 
like because, so blinded because the brother it. is like a prodigy he's gonna go to Tokyo yeah he's University. like a straight yeah. A student yeah it's and really like, dark show it gets so. me so mad <laughs> and they eventually so mad yeah I, I hear you like I was actually getting kind of mad too <laughs> but it's like you gotta keep watching Nick yeah um and they get their superpowers they get their sticks and it's there's like a bunch of crazy shit that goes on like the the site administrator so like they get their powers from a, a website magic Ma- maho shoujo site and they have administrators who are like these super duper creepy like junji ito looking dudes with masks on well they're girls they're actually. girls yeah but there's one that's a dude i think but um one of them but that's about it and apparently the show the the, the source material is ongoing so it's gonna it, it's it the anime ends at a certain point but it's not the story's not over so that's why I couldn't put that one in my Well, because the source material is manga. Yeah, they're not they're not done with the so manga yet. They're not done with it. I like how we're talking about some of these longer than we are about our top ten. <laughs> Just because it's like <laughs> <laughs> Pop Team Epic. All right. You guys have an extra hour? Let's talk about Pop Team Epic. No, no. we're good. <laughs> nope, I'm good. We're good. Dude, the part um, where Popico is gonna smash the clock and like the, the little bird comes out and it's like cuckoo. And she, it goes back in, and she's like, "In thirty minutes, you're dead." Because <laughs> she has to wait for it to come out. That's why it's great. It's like a fifteen second little little skit right there. That's all you need. A little bit. Little so, drip. does anybody got uh, any final thoughts on 2018 before we head out and go on to 2019? Baki the Grappler. Everybody Baki the Grappler, Card Captor Sakura. Uh, Slime coon. Oh yeah, that's a continuing one, but yeah. we'll talk about that in the next, because that's gonna finish in this next upcoming season, I think. Mm-hmm. Reincarnated as a slime. That's like Overlord, but he's a good guy, pretty much. He's and he's overpowered. Yeah, well, that's why it's Overlord. He's overpowered slime. Bunny girl nice. senpai is a good show. Nice. Yeah, we talked about it. Hockey, I dude, I can't stop thinking. I think about it's. It. I think this has been a pretty good review, pretty good summies. Uh, we're gonna head to the after party now, and by after party, I mean I'm gonna go to take a poop. I'm gonna take another cats. poop. I'm gonna take another. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed because it's twelve fifteen. Yeah, shit. But you know what? Yeah, it GG. was a good. I think we had a good summies for 2018. I think we did pretty good. I think our top ten, our cumulative top ten, is pretty fair. I think. Considering yeah. a it was lot weird of though, a, like oh go yeah ahead. it was a little weird a lot Just of our top tens they they all felt a little bit clumped like it wasn't as obvious as last year because like last year had made an abyss little witch um, that type of thing that true were, like a step above some of the other stuff mm-hmm mm-hmm and then there was a bunch of them that we like completely agreed on like we all liked Megalobox Asobiasa Base we all liked After the Rain and. uh we all liked Hina Matsuri. But, like, so. even we weren't even necessarily sure about our number one like Danny was, but I know I wasn't 100% sure about my my anime of the year. Like, I picked Devil Man, but I, I don't even know. Like, is that my number one? <laughs> I'll just do it. I think, Why not? I think Gridman or Agaretsuko is my number one. I can't really decide. It's like apples and oranges, though, because Agaretsuko episodes are only 15 minutes, so I'd probably pick, yeah. like, Gridman. Well, that's the thing. It's just, sure. like... There's, there's, you can just pick any of them and make an argument. That's the good part um, about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And me- Megalobox too. Damn, I don't know. Yeah, but um. So by Asabase, hands down. 
what is oh, your yeah, fucking <laughs> what's your 2018 look like? Um, I know uh, Zayla from our Discord. He had sent me his. Um, oh, he. I'm, I'm gonna guess. Soriori, that's his number one, right? After oh, no, it's, it's after the rain and Soriori. Those are like his tops, right? Crap! I forgot where I Place did. I not save the, it. The Damn universe. it! But anyway, he, we'll he fucking. That's right. <laughs> uh, sorry, right. Um, he did like. Uh, I know he liked Megalobox and and some other, some other people were gonna send me theirs and they didn't. I think they forgot to. But like, um, I know. Uh, I'm curious what Mac would think of uh, Place Further Than the Universe. I, I think he would Dude, like I it. I bet you he. I bet you he'd like like it a lot. I actually. think he would like it. I know um, Harvester. He was really into, uh, he did, like, uh, Megalobox and, um, and, uh, the Shonens, obviously. And, uh, but yeah, his anime of the year, he told me, even was Megalobox. So. Wait, what was that? Legit. It cut off for me. Uh, Megalob- he- Harvester, he said Megalobox. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Was his favorite. That's the a year. good thing about this year. Like, there's a lot of good shows, but I wouldn't say there's any, like, obvious masterpieces, like, or obvious, like, mm. number one. So it's mm. like a give and take. Although For some sure. people would, some people disagree and be like, well, obviously it's this one. What are you thinking? So, so what's your anime of the year, guys? You let us know. You be the judge, okay? And uh, hit us up every week on Thursday when we come on a new episode on RSS feed and new newscast on every Saturday on the RSS feed. I've been Sam. That's been Nick. Danny Hoot Nanny. This has been your 2018 Anime Summies, and we've been the Anime Summit Podcast. <laughs> I was about to do it, too, and then you fucking did it. I fucking I'll do it at the same time. I'll be like Sue Go, and then you guys just join in with. Uh. Yeah, Sue Go. <laughs>